Hi, this is Relop, and this is what happened last time. We followed the ogre's trail and found the rest of them holed up in a cave in the woods. We defeated them, including their mage, but Mortis got away. So we gave chase. His trail led us to a point where the road disappeared, enveloped by what I suspect was the roaming wood. We entered, against my better judgment, and found him dead at the base of Pulo's tower. That's right, Pulo, the astrologer from the Star Dungeons. We got out of there, camped, and as morning came, the roaming woods melted away, leaving us somewhere in the first men's forest. So we left you after stepping out of what must have been the roaming wood, and now you're in the middle of the First Men's Forest. Well, you were in the middle of the First Men's Forest, and Relop, who's kind of your expert around here, kind of was able to tell you very quickly that you were pretty deep into the First Men's Forest. It had somehow or other moved you west, far from that road. And so the best estimate was rather than trying to go back to the road was actually trying to head northwest and just try to get out of the forest you know stepping out into the western plains if that's where it dropped you problem is it's been two and a half weeks and nothing seems to be going as it should sendings aren't working zan's been trying to contact people back home she tried to contact hulk's parents she tried to contact her parents and her brother and she finally gave up Relop, there's something going on with your direction sense here because you should be able to, to work your way out of here and getting help from the forest creatures. The forest creatures seem to tell you things that totally make sense. You don't think that they're trying to be deceptive, but then you don't seem to be making the progress that you thought you had. From your first estimate, this should not have been two and a half week venture from where you thought you must have been. So it's been kind of an odd journey. You've had to follow a lot of game trails because you've got horses with you. And it gets too thick for most of it. You've had a lot of conversations about that. Merc wanted to eat the horses at one point. Let's just lighten our load and get through this place. And was talked out of it probably largely from Lucan. You've run into a couple of different skirmishes along the way. There was a day where you fought a giant boar that apparently you'd gotten a little too close to its babies. It was delicious. <laughs> and you also fought an owl bear. Most of you had not actually seen an owl bear, but you knew that they existed. Everybody was okay at the end of that fight, except that you did lose Dumb, the makeshift pack horse. No! And about half of the supplies in the process. Now as we come into the scene for this session, we're going to be just sort of stepping right into a little bit of a fight. So you were sort of camped along this one of the trails. You usually sort of go off and Relop would put up his tent. And basically everybody was just sort of moving around the place. It wasn't even bedtime yet. You know, people were kind of eating. You had a, you had a little bit of a fire going. By the way, it's been really, really humid here. Merc, do you have any way to keep those ears fresh? No, I was thinking about trying to figure out a way that I'm like, I'm ditching these, aren't I? I yeah, I think I, they'd be like this maggoty ear soup after a while. Mm. So I met, I mean, and you you keep having to burn back the troll one. I just I just chop it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's happened this evening. It's early evening, and so we are somewhere in 
Folsom the next month. And sort of out of nowhere, the, you know, the first thing, of course, that happens is that the you all get this tingling sensation like something is about to happen. But the problem is when you look around, you don't see any bad guys, right? Like something is, has been lingering. And before you could all speak to each other, out of the ground and above you, just sort of from everywhere, I guess, leaves and vines and all of this life just comes shooting out at you and reaching for you. Most people kind of jump out of the way. Hole gets grabbed and pulled up into the air. And Lucan, who had actually stepped away for just a second, he was dealing with the horses. Your feet are sort of stuck in place. Like these vines wrap around your feet and just sort of hold you still. As everybody's trying to figure out what's happening and pulling weapons and things like that, basically two humanoid forms, they basically form out of the leaves and branches and all that kind of thing. And then Relop says shambler because he has heard of these things before nobody else in this group probably has but it's basically two large humanoid figures made of leaves and branches and tree you know tree parts and whatnot we're finding you mid fight at this point so i've set up the map in front of us there the d20s are the are the two shamblers that we're dealing with and so you can see that one of them is within melee range of Merc, and thankfully for Hulk, he's actually right on the other side of him, but hanging upside down, but it's a big thing, so you could reach it. You just can't move, basically, from where you are. You're a little bit impeded, like vines are kind of wrapping around you, trying to stop you from, basically it's trying to sort of cover you, you know, and sort of suck you up into the trees. Zan, you are a little bit separated. Relop has one right up on top of it. And then, like I said, Lucan is a little bit separated. He's about 12 feet away from the rest of the group, and his feet are stationary. Zan. All right. I'm assuming we have weapons drawn and everything during the middle of the skirmish as mm-hmm. everybody's reacting to this. Yeah, people, people weren't ready for bat or anything. It was just like yeah. you were in the middle of setting camp. and Got it. By the way, there was a fire that had been started. In fact, Relop had started it, and that's kind of why he's in the middle of everything there. The fire is gone. Like, it just, the the leaves came through and almost, like, sucked it up. So, not a lot of light from where you are right now. Okay. I mean, that could certainly be remedied, but right now, it's it's suddenly dark. Got it. And it looked as though the fire didn't seem to bother it at all? It's very, very humid in this wood, and so you're imagining it just sort of smothered it. Because I was debating possibly doing some fire damage to it, but if it doesn't seem to matter. She will kick off her three Valkyrie spirit guardians around her. Okay. So they'll summon up the luminescent guardians around, and she'll just move her way towards the the shambler in front of her to engage it. So it's going to immediately have to make that save. As soon as it enters, because I'm forcing it to. It's going to be Wisdom 15. Only affects bad guys, right? Like you Yes, I can choose who, and I, they I know who radius, all yeah. of my friends are not affected by it, but everybody else is. I'm thinking of a radius, is it? 15-foot radius. Yeah, yeah. And it will be, they get half speed going through it as they're trying to fight through them. Oh, and that's, yeah, I'm sorry, that's another thing, too, is this difficult terrain right here at this oh, point. Oh, is it? It okay. probably doesn't make a lot of difference, because you're all relatively close together, Got but just, just so we know. Ooh, 21 points of radiant damage, half of it saved. And then I'll just move up to the one that's engaging Relop. And Those are your Valkyries doing the damage? Yeah, the Valkyries are doing the damage. And they'll do it every round as long as they stay in it. Okay, so kind of this ghostly, kind of look like a knight in the armor, you know, female flying through. Kind of catches it in a, a bunch of pieces, sort of the binds and whatnot get cut as it goes by. And kind of flap around. It certainly looks as though it's been wounded, but it's hard to tell how wounded it was. It doesn't seem to react to it, but you definitely see that it's physically attacked by it. All right, Relop, you got one right. It's the, this giant thing looking down at you. 
Right. I'm going to go ahead and dip my fingers into my opponent pouch, pull out a little molasses, and kind of slow on both of them. Okay. So, wisdom saving throw of 15. Seems like they start to move a little bit slower. Woohoo! Okay. And then after I cast slow, I am beating feet around towards Lucan. Okay. Sorry, heading towards Lucan. Your movement is 25 normally, right? You can get, yeah, you can get just about to him. Okay. Just, yeah. And yeah, it's definitely working on this thing because as you go by, he tries to swipe at you and can't because the spell has made him too slow. Lucan, what uh, what are you doing? I'll throw the javelin, Tempest, at the Shambler by Zan. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. There Um, it is. I still got a 15. Yeah, so it does. Go ahead and roll just the javelin damage. Just the javelin damage? Yep. Nine points of damage. Okay. Javelin hits it, and then as the, or I'm sorry, the lightning comes through, and then, you know, suddenly disappears, and you see the javelin sticking out, and you actually see it kind of, like, grow a little bit. (laughs) And, oops, Zan, that wound that you opened, Mm -hmm. you see all those vines start to go, fingers interlacing, and they tighten back up. (laughs) Mm. Cool. Mm. I mean, boom, but I will try to get out now, strength test. It's a saving throw. 23. All right, yeah, so you throw that, and then you, you know, with your, kind of draw your sword and slice these things away from your legs and step forward. Excellent. Still, you know, kind of rough terrain, but you clear yourself of being restrained. The sword lights up. Olga? It's hanging upside down there. I'm going to try to take it one swipe at the guy right next to me engaging Merc. Yep, and, so you uh, get a uh, sneak attack on him. Flail. Hit with this, please. would be amazing. Lower the two, so that's AC-18. AC-18? Yep, that is. Yep. It's kind of weird because this thing's totally like looking yeah, down at you and is, you don't see eyes. You just sort of see where vines open. You know, right. It's just hollow space in between the vines. So yeah, as they slash out, that's uh, 19 damage. Nice. All right, same idea with yeah. what, uh, slices through these vines, and they just sort of pop open and, you know, hang a little bit loose on one side of him. Try my saving throw. <laughs> no. Okay. That's five. All right, yeah. And, you, you know, it's sort of like you start to try to rip yourself out of there, and it almost can feel it, and it's pulling tighter. And you uh, you kind of lift up a little bit higher. You still within reach of that thing at the top of it, but it's right. whatever this is, it wants to take you into the trees. Like it's wanting to separate you from the group. All right, it's their turn. Has Lose to... reactions. Correct. Do they? They can only standard move or bonus. Like, like if I get multiple attacks, I can still take them though. Of the creatures, abilities, or magic items, they can't make more than one melee or ranged attack. Okay, that's it. So, there it is. Um, the one next to me has to make that save again. Okay. All right. And then it's taking. It's going to take uh, half on this. Fourteen. So down to seven. All right, and again, these these ghostly figures are zipping through, and the, basically the second one catches him yeah. as he's going to swing. He's got relop just one away, so he's going to swing his hand. Uh, warding flare. All right, yep. Again, swings and like just a little too slow. You mm-hmm. sort of step out of the side, you pull your shield up, and you hope that Lucan didn't see you do that because he's been all about your you using your shield properly. Mm-hmm. And the other one is going to swing at. Merc, it's actually paying more attention to the big guy. He, he must think that they got the rogue taken care of. So he's going to take a swing at Merc. He does hit. Yeah. So this big viney arm comes down and uh, hits you for 12. Just this bit bludgeoning slams in and kind of like wraps some vines around you as it hits, but it's you know nothing you could just sort of like step away from or any real movement's going to snap away the tendrils that are on you. It's your turn, Merc. All right, so Hulk's getting pulled up into the trees. Yeah, he's behind the thing that... How just, far up is he? 
He's probably his head is is about the same height as the head of the shambler. Can I like try to like grab him, and pull him back? Uh, no, because he's kind of on the other side of that thing. I mean, I suppose you could run around because it is slowed. So I suppose you could run around and jump up and do that. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess if it wasn't slowed, I, I would be like, no, nope, he's gonna. I'd probably just take the hit anyway. Oh, I didn't roll for them to see if they're unslowed, did I? You know what? They're they're both slowed. So you whip around. You're gonna just jump up and and try pull him down. Yeah, what do you want me to roll? Just make a little athletics check, and we'll just see. Eleven. Yeah, it's good enough. You're just hopping up to to yank at him. The athletics was maybe to grab it. Why don't we make a just a uh, strength test and see if because it's going to resist you. Sure. Nineteen. Okay, so it's still got him, but you pull him down. So you're basically standing on the. You know, you hop up, come back down with him. There's still vines sort of pulling, like chewing gum. You know, like as he's being tug of war with Holg. That brings us back to Zan. Can I get into the middle of the two of them so I can be within 15 feet of each after moving half speed? Yeah, right. you can do that. So then the other one needs to make its saving throw now because as it enters the spirit guardians. Okay, do they both have to make one? No, or? just the as it enters or starts its turn. Okay. So I'm forcing the entry. Gotcha. The one that you were with, you know, you see yeah. it like slowly punching you. Yeah, direction. she just dodges out the way. It's like, you know, shield hammers its hand away. 12 points of damage, half of it saved. All right, shield works, Zan. So moving to that, and then I've got the two of them. Holg is still being held, right? Uh, yeah, basically there's a Merc. tug of war between Merc and whatever vines are pulling at him from above. Uh, she's going to swing her sword in an arc and shoot burning hands in the cone flame towards the vines to try to cut him down from it. Okay. The Venus hold trap. <laughs> so, the, so the vines need to make a dexterity saving throw, I suppose. <laughs> okay. I need to get one of these plants for my house someday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> 14 points of, dam- of fire damage to the vine, if that matters. Okay. She's just going to try to help bring him down by just burning above his feet. Sure. You know, even if I get advantage on this, I'm still not going to make it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got one guy pulling, I'm setting the thing above it on fire, and like, I'm still not making the save, it's fine. All right. You know, torches up there, and it kind of shrinks back and does, and actually lets him go. Oh. And he sort of drops down, um, <laughs> kind of onto Merc. You know, the two of them are sort of flopping around, and the Shambler is actually still turning around. <laughs> like it's, you know, after Merc came over there, it's still trying to get or turn around to see you. It's because Relop is the best. So you're both prone at this point, Merc and Hold. Uh, we don't get like a save or something to try to. <laughs> nah, that's more. You're prone. This yeah. is just an intro fight, you know. We, we, want it, we want it to be a little interesting. All right, Relop. Well, shoot. I'm going to go ahead and use the Laurel of the Victory to shoot at the one next to Zam. Okay. It's like figures zipping around. Yeah, probably not. Tyus is uh, 11 and 12. Yeah, so they kind of corkscrew away. Corkscrew away. That's kind of figure. Uh, the usual. I think, <laughs> I think you have a defective magical item. Lucan, you're free. It's not defective. He is going to take his glowing sword and charge right at the one that is closest to Zan and give out a big old yell. They're all the 17. Hits. But what do you yell? This time, he just yelled at the moment. At the moment! 26 points of damage on a Divine Smite. All right, come in and really kind of surprise it. You know, it's, it's sort of, it's trying to deal with the fact that there's these things whipping around and Zan's moving around faster than he can deal with it and he kind of turns around and you come in and just slice kind of under his arm and all of this, you'd almost think of it as blood, but it's like, you know, some sort of, some sort of liquid just sort of sprays out Okay. as you dig deep enough into this thing. He's going to go for another swing and kind of try to sidestep towards Zan so he can protect her with his shield and he's going to take his second attack. Okay. I got a 24. Hits. 
I will divine smite this one. 24 points of damage. And just gives out another big yell. All right. Steps over, gets next to his sister, and does it again. This thing's kind of come in your direction. You sort of slice part of its hand off as it's sort of reaching over towards you. But again, it's still there. I mean, these things are beefier than they look. Hulk's turn. It's right in front of you. You're prone, but you yeah. can easily just pop up. And... Easily pop up and sidestep a bit, and I'm going to hold my strike until Merc gets up. Okay. The mound that's there is going to swing it old. It does hit. Oof. So you stand up, and as you're kind of like waiting to get the just perfect hit, he gets you for 10, bounces off the top of your head almost. Good. And then the other one is going to swing at... It's, just, it's going to stay on Zan. Um, I'm going to use my protection for the first okay. attack. And disadvantage. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he misses. So you mean hits the shield. Comes in. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. He wouldn't have missed without the without the disadvantage. They both need to make saves again. Take 10 points of damage or half of the save. Okay. First, I'm going to see if they are still slow. Yeah, that's going to do. Merc, the one on you and Hulk seems to suddenly speed up a little bit. But the other one is not. And they both take their 10 points of damage. These things... <laughs> I'm slicing through them. And they seem to be speeding up the, the Valkyries. What do we call those things? Spirit Guardians, Spirit is, what the, Guardians. is what the name of the spell is. But Okay. The one over by Zan and Lucan definitely looks like it's... A lot of its pieces seem to be missing at this point. So there's, it looks like that one's in kind of bad shape, but the, the one next to Merc and Hulk is still going pretty strong. Mm-hmm. All right, Merc's turn. I'll uh, stand up, sacrifice half my move, and take a couple swings at it. Nothing too terribly fancy. Does a 19 hit. Yes. 14 points of damage. And then does a 25 hit. Yes. And that one does 16 points of damage. A couple uh, great sword swipes come through this thing. It suddenly starts to, you know, sort of open up in the front with all these vines and leaves flying all over the place. And it's Zan's turn. Hulk's reaction. Oh, Hulk's reaction. Hug it. Yeah. AC 19. Honestly, we should have had him attack first. Just, I mean, it's te- technicality, right? But we yeah. should have had him attack first because it was a reaction to you standing. AC 19. Yep. Oh, Thomas dice. There's so many dice over there. 18 damage. <laughs> not one roll well. <laughs> Hulk finally sees the his moment and just slices up and it's like a through a rib cage of vines right mm-hmm. just and just they just all pop open um, and again still hanging in there but suddenly that one looks like it's they they both have taken a, a good amount of damage suddenly in in, in just one little instance. Zanster, did the fire on the vines seem like it did something? Yeah, I mean, it got him to drop it, right? So it, yeah. it, it must have hurt it. Okay, she's going to try the same thing, this you know, sweeping the sword arc out and do the white flames across the one in front of her and Lucan. So dexterity saving throw as we do burning hands. Oh, he made it. Okay, five points of damage instead of ten. It doesn't hit him, not a great hit necessarily, sure. but it does definitely It didn't look like they were immune to him. it or right, like it right. soaked it for some reason or right. whatever else. So like she the, was just tight. The lightning was a problem, but yeah. the fire seems to be okay. Okay. She's just doing experiments at this point. Like, what can we hit this with? Yep. Relapse, sir. All right. Seeing as how the laurels didn't work, I'm going to invoke the power of Mortis's crown and cast Scorching Ray. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's exactly how this works. Are you wearing that big crown? Heck yeah, I'm not taking it off. <laughs> two on one and one on the other. Okay, two on the one. Uh, uh, Zan. Uh, all right. So on Zan, I got 18, and on the one on Holgan and Merc, 24. Yep, they all and hit. And then the other one's 12, which I take yeah, probably yep, that would be. 8. The other one takes 8. All right. These guys are at exactly the same hit points lost at this point. So both looking pretty viney. Like they, 
it's like they're all wearing fringy clothing suddenly, you know, all this stuff, like tassels hanging down or something with all these <laughs> vines and stuff. And then it is Lucan. He is going to take a swing at the one next to me and Zan. Roll the 22. Hits. I am not going to divine smite. Rolled seven for damage. Okay. All right. You slice it again. It's still hanging in there. Right. He'll take a second swing. Ooh, I rolled a 12 to hit. Misses. Hulk's turn. All right. Seems like you just went, but it's because you're holding your action. <laughs> <laughs> Continue swinging and hacking away at this monstrosity. AC 20? Yep. Uh, 22 points of damage. Nice. And then I will use my offhand. This thing is like you cut through and you can see through it at this point. It's still standing, but there's this big hole that yeah. you just punch through with your sword. And I take a wild swing with my offhand and completely miss. Oh, okay. <laughs> And you're like, what? Or you actually like, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, this is perfect. And then you put the sword in when there's no, the hole was there and you didn't think it was going to be. You already carved that part like out. You got him right in the gut, but there's no gut to hit. Saving throws to do 14 points of radiant. Ooh, they both take him. Zan, the one on you is looking down and, and just like it, it never left you. It's yeah. been staring at you the whole time. Doesn't care about Lucan, even though Lucan's totally ripping it up. And one of those things just kind of goes right through it and it almost like it's like a bunch of leaves get blown in your face sure and then it's gone it's just all this like a bag of something off of your mower is suddenly laying in front of you <laughs> gross wow that was exact really? so, same thing happens on the other side just <laughs> same time these things just yeah. don't worry guys my Valkyrie's got it it's fine like hit, battle angel it, it was like to the hit point boom explodes drops and once it's laying there and you know you've got all these pieces of you know, vegetation everywhere. You do mm-hmm. see that there are a few animal parts, you know, bones and things sort of stuck in in it. It's like they ate them and they were digesting them mm-hmm. inside. Cool. Some of the nice. mounds of stuff I'm just going to continue to stab and kick sure. and has really musty vocalize smell. my yeah. disdain for the forest. Is everyone okay? Fine. Did anybody take damage? You took damage? How much? Don't touch me. Come here. Come here. No. Come here. We need a hug. I pick up some of the dead shambler and throw it at him. (laughs) Doesn't matter. I block him with my shield. Come on. Give me a hug. That slow spell is just nuts. It's like (laughs) two and a half weeks. This has been amazing. How many are you hurt? Ten? You're healed. May Lucian's life heal. So she's maintaining concentration on the battle Valkyries around her as she's like looking around to see if anything else is coming. You can see her kind of like making a small prayer and the three Valkyries manifest into each other. Okay. And they go one into the other into the other, and they create a giant one of them, and she just sits it right in the middle of our camp. Okay. It just floats there. Hmm. This is my fourth level spell called Guardian of Faith. Okay. Cool. It is an eight-hour specter that sits there, and anything that moves with ten feet of it will take radiant damage. It just swings down at them. It's just a guardian that will watch over them. Okay. It has been about five more days, so you're right at about a month, and this is about when you thought you would probably be in the crossroad post, but here you are. It has started to cool a little bit. The perpetual little cotton whiffs floating around actually stopped. Relapses, that's good, right? Because you started with those things. You're trying to get somewhere else, and now the temperature is changing a little bit. Maybe it's because it's a month later and we're you know we're hitting the fall, basically. But the fact that these things in the air have stopped is, is actually promising. You've been real careful about vegetation since your fight with the shamblers. Relop tells you that they sometimes happen after thunderstorms, these shamblers. Something happens with lightning, 
and vegetation, and that's why they like lightning, I guess. I really should have mentioned that. But <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. He actually has dealt with, he, you know, his people at least dealt with shamblers when he was young. He's never had to deal with them himself. He was an adolescent, so he didn't have real firsthand knowledge of fighting one. So it's very, very early in the morning. You've gone through your watch. Relop has been feeding people. He's very good at finding things to eat. You're kind of surprised by how prolific he is with things like that. You don't always love the taste of everything that he brings you, but it's better than cleric wafers, I guess. <laughs> Tastes like wood and paint. And you did lose a lot of provisions with Dumb, the poor horse. <laughs> poor Dumb. These days we got Luke in the second. <laughs> that, that horse isn't dying. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Zan and uh, Lucan are on watch together. The sun's going to be up pretty soon. So Lucan and Zan have been chit-chatting like normal in the mornings but he says so Zan you gonna tell me about this uh, boyfriend you apparently have <laughs> so you had to wait till we're lost in the middle of a forest to bring this up well it's been kind of crazy since then what are you I'm sorry what are you talking about this letter mm-hmm you apparently wrote a letter to your boyfriend <laughs> or something? there was someone I was seeing off and on in Prinzholm somebody I know Probably. Who was it? <laughs> I don't think it's any information you need. You don't want to tell your brother? Not really, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, what am I going to do? <laughs> I mean, with... I can't tell anybody around here. <laughs> go on without the knowledge? <laughs> I don't know oh, how it affects you. It's over. It's over, huh? Yes. Everything okay? It'd be nice to get out of this forest, but it's been a nice distraction, I guess. Small comforts. You're not going to tell me who it is? No. And why is this again? You don't need to know? Would it be something that Father would be upset about or something? Oh, very much so, yes. Is he from House Athoria? She backhands you, like on the back of the head. <laughs> How what? dare you? You don't need to be hitting me. I have standards. Stop insulting me. Well, quit keeping secrets. <laughs> I don't know why you have to keep this a secret. Why do you need to know so badly? It's not that important anymore. You're my anymore. sister. So? Aren't, so, are you dating you anyone? You're my twin sister. Do you remember uh -huh. that? Like, we've done everything. We've grown up together, done everything together. And you expect us to never keep secrets from each other our entire lives? Kind of. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that. I'm sorry. Are you seeing anyone? No, I am not. Why not? <laughs> well, <laughs> that whole night's day kind of thing happened. <laughs> it's been nuts ever since, so... Well, okay, that's a great excuse for the past couple of months, but not two years of seminarium training. You can't tell me there isn't a paladin down there that caught your eye? You know I focus on the church right now. It's Lucy Arceum, isn't it? <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> You lopped that over the plate, didn't you? <laughs> Low and high. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so Hulk will just get up and start gathering his supplies and Lucan. Uh, yeah. yeah. She said it's over. It's over. <laughs> How long have you been awake? Longer than I care to be. <laughs> I'm sorry if hey, we were loud. Sam, come here for a second. And he whispers to Zan, is it Holg? Are you dating Holg? Oh, God. 
She'll just walk away from both of you. <laughs> hey, hey, come here. He continues to walk over to her. <laughs> no, wait, I got a real question. <sighs> You're just chasing her off. Saradins. <laughs> So, as you're doing this and it kind of laughing around, go ahead and roll your perceptions. Or, you know, never mind, never mind. I'll work it off of passive perception. That's what I should oh, do. okay. I should <laughs> wait, wait, what did I get? Uh, I can cast passive, yeah. Can I cast mage armor? No, you're sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's good. You're prone and you're going to die. I'm still waking up. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking Merc and Relop are out, right? Right, right. Yeah, passive. We, we got found out they're very heavy there. sleepers from that. Sylvanon. So, <laughs> Lucan's in the middle of giving you trouble, and both Zan and Holg stop for a second. And so, Lucan, you're like, you know, you're still in the middle of trying to give her trouble, and then you realize that these two have just frozen. And it's not really a clearing, right? But, like, you know, the sort of clearing that you've made, there's a couple of figures. They're hidden pretty well, but you, you get this sort of image almost through the corner of your eye. You just see this sort of silhouette almost in the trees. Is Larson's torch telling me anything or glowing? It actually, just at that point, it kind of gives you a little pulse. So they're up in the canopy or are they down on the ground? You see one that seems to be up in a canopy, uh, okay. like up in a tree, and one that seems to be back hiding sort of behind a tree. You oh. guys, the two sleepers, the sword wakes you up. It's one convenient sword. Right? Yeah. What? So this is how I imagine this. <laughs> so Merc is going to stand up and basically just like uproot the tent in the process. Have a sword at hand. And because it's hot and humid, he's not wearing very much. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so everybody at this point is sort of recognizing there's people kind of around you. They, they don't seem to be moving. You know, they're not coming in on you. <clears throat> no, but nothing's falling your way. Who goes there? What are we... What are you guys... Do I see what they're looking at? or Can I see any others around us, like in other areas? 360? Yeah, th- at this point, go ahead and roll your... Are Holg and perception? Zan magically... Go ahead and roll your perceptions, yeah. Okay. Are Holg and Zan magically frozen kind of thing? Oh, like... No, 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 no. They, okay, they, okay. they saw something and they're right. just, Like, in the middle of horsing around, they basically just yeah, stopped. Okay. Look, look at concern on the no. face. 17. 6. 8. I got an 8. 22. That's is fun. Okay. Yeah. Zan says, I count 6. And Merc says, I count 8. What are we counting? Dude, Zan. there's stuff in the forest. Zan's See right there, that guy, that guy, that guy. <laughs> I'm casting mage armor real quick. Zan, stay close. Do I see okay. him after March points him out? Yeah, once they start pointing him out. Um, but, D- divine yeah. sense, what do I get? Nothing. Okay. There must be people, you know. Who goes there? Lucan's saying that blindly. He doesn't really see anybody. Okay. So past closest screen of trees come basically tribals. Like the tribal types. Right? Oh, okay. They're wearing hide skin armor, you know, like a, like deer skin. They have feathers all over their cl- all of them. There's feathers just hanging all over them. What race are they? Human, it seems. Hmm. They have kind of caked up hair, and sort of see very quickly that in their hair they all have some sort of taxidermy bird. So one of them has like a hawk full wings coming oh. coming out over its head. One of them has sort of like just like a little robin sort of perched back like where a bun would be. One of them has a goose that like has the neck sort of wrapped around and coming off the front of his forehead. They're all, you know, they've got this sort of bird motif going on. It's all, And their hair's done up almost like a nest, you know, with put these taxidermied birds all over. And they all have bows. And they are holding the bows at you. I mean, they're, they're kind of a little bit of a standoff. Like they want to see whether you're... 
going to threaten them. Luke, but they're, Luke. once they walk out, you're looking at more like about a dozen. Uh, Lucan wants to cast Comprehend Languages. You okay. know, when he casts that, does he have to do anything in particular? Is there any visuals that happen, or does it just happen? If you want to do anything special with it, we could give it a password, you know, make it so, like, you say it. The helmet. What's the, What was that guy's name? Viatoros? Let's oh, just say... I could say that. Let's just say real quietly that you say, Viatoros, help me. Viatoros, like, help me. That's the thing. You just okay. sort of Start say it to yourself, out. and it, like, right, happens. Lucan says, under his breath, Viatoros, help mm-hmm. me. To cast yeah, you can comprehend just whisper, whisper it, that kind of thing. So one of them does start speaking. It is well, actually, the two of them seem to be of prominence, right? Like they kind of come together. The rest of them are all standing back with bows. They've all got really, you know, the, they got a bird thing going on, right? So like the fletching on the on the arrows is really cool. Like it's really colorful and all kinds of stuff going on with that. And the hawk that I described is a male. And I, like I said, he's got these, these big hawk wings coming off the back of his head. And there's a female. She's the one with the robin. As she gets closer, you actually see that she has little blue robin's eggs <laughs> in her hair. <laughs> and she says, in a language that nobody comprehends except for Lucan, Who are you and what is your business in this wood? Lucan puts his sword away. In common, obviously, since he can't speak their language. He's going to... Put his hands up and just say, I am Lucan, the champion of light, and we are just trying to find our way out of the first men's forest. We mean you no harm. He's even going to take a step up towards them with his hands up. Okay, as you step closer, the the guys with the bows kind of, you know, bristle a little bit. He puts his arms up even higher. Mike, Coney with us still? Uh, I wouldn't imagine in the middle of the... Yeah, because this is the end of your camp, right? Right. I think you probably just sort of like call to it in the morning. So okay. I, don't, I don't think she would hang out while okay. you're... And then Lucan says again, like, I am Lucan, and starts to point at himself and puts his hands up. She says, we are Sissoka. And then she points at the male, the, the hawk, and says, we are Shitan. And he says, we are headed out of this wood. He says, do you speak common lingual? Or Elvish? No. Yeah. I'm going to ask them if they speak any of the languages I speak in that language. They seem to only speak their language. Sounds like it speaks smaller beasts. Can I ask him bird? I don't know what bird is, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, good thought, but no, it doesn't work that way. So you start... start (laughs) Dang it! Twerping for a little bit? Yeah. That's cool. That was a great thought, but no, they don't don't understand. What's the thing... It's the Sissoka track, like their Sissoka? You don't know. She said, we are Sissoka, and then she pointed to him and said, we are Shatan. He, he tells the crew, he says, this is, he, she said, they are Sissoka, and they are, and also Shatan. Well, she was pointing to the man when she the, said the, Shatan. Yeah, the, the eagle headdress would be Shatan. She says, we are campy. Mm-hmm. Roll your history. He's <laughs> dice. Oh, I got a nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't know what the heck that means. Do campy. I hear the word campy? Can any of us? Uh, roll? Do any of you guys uh, know what campy means? Okay, hang on. There, now you can. Right. I got a natural twenty. <laughs> natural. Awesome. Campy Merc are one of the Western Plains tribes. Oh, okay. They are just a tribe of the Western Plains. Huh? Why are they in the woods? Ask them why they're here and not in their plains. <laughs> Lucan starts to walk up and puts his hand out to shake one of their hands. <laughs> He's slowly doing it. Okay. Did he get you? 
<laughs> they might not shake hands, brother. We're going to find out. <laughs> Use your shield. <laughs> She's going to start reaching. There's a waiting. He says, we are passing through. We mean no harm. You do that. It's to her? Is that who you're... Yeah. Okay. She looks at it kind of quizzically, and then the male says, oh, like the preacher. And then she goes, oh. And she puts her hand out. All right. And kind of shakes, just... shakes it. Kind of awkwardly. Doesn't quite okay. know what to do with your hand. Okay. Sort of squeezes it. But she, she obviously has seen that done somewhere, but it's not their custom. Khan kind of points back behind him because they're, they're in our way, right? We're, we're trying to It's go. hard to say because they surrounded you. Like they, they saw, okay, they okay. saw you guys, and they kind of. So he's gonna say, "We are trying to go this way." He looks at Relot for a direction. <laughs> so whatever way Relot points, Lucan's yeah. gonna point. I'll point to where I'm figuring out is. And then, do they understand you, even though you're speaking common? No, they, they can't just don't understand speak it. Or... So yeah, he points and says, trying to say like, "We're going this way." Uh-huh. Trying to see if they can understand him pointing. And, as you are doing that, one of the other ones kind of comes from the side, and it's a female. You notice that there's about equal here. Okay. About half female. What half kind of female. bird is on her? She actually has an owl on her head. Oh, nice. <laughs> and her hair is sort of tied up onto the... Tucker? It's, <laughs> it's, pull, it's tied up and, and sort of wrapped around, and it's almost like a pulley system. So basically, when she pr- turns her head to the right, the owl's head turns it to the left. That's like amazing. it's looking out for her almost. That is amazing. But she walks up and she, you have an owl on you somewhere, don't you? Mm-hmm. All over, all over yeah. yeah. And puts her hand on it. And then, you know, she says like, you are a bird spirit. She says that in like common? Well, she says it in her language, but it, oh, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. understand Okay. It. Yeah, he puts his hand to his chest and says, yes, bird spirit. And then points towards Zan and says, bird spirit. And kind of points back and forth like brothers and says, brother, sister. Brother, sister. Merc rolls his eyes and starts putting on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of bristle up and like point their bows at you because they don't know what you're... Because you're still half standing in the tent, right? Like the, the illusionary tent. So you just sort of start groping around underneath there. They can't see your hands. See, this is why you didn't get the helmet because you'd just be going, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? I'm just like, what? Can I put, not put pants on? Can I call for the Coney? Yeah, just a little. Yeah. Ask him if he if he's familiar with this race of man before. He refuses to come out. Too many people. Okay. Are there any animals around him that aren't stuffed? Yeah, I mean, in the trees and things, sure. Right, right. I'm going to ask him if they know if these are indigenous to the forest or... Okay. So you turn and there's a blue jay up on one of the branches and you right, turn right. to it and... And it said, "No, no, no! They, they just—they must just be tra- traveling." And then, an arrow goes through the jaybird, and mm-hmm. it drops to the ground. And one of them picks it up and puts it into a bag. <laughs> I smile oh. at him and give him a big thumbs up. <laughs> I look around for any other birds that might be around. They—they they all just—they all just fluttered away, like. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't understand that conversation because otherwise I'd be really nervous about being friends with this guy. <laughs> Actually, in Bird, I'm going to try and make it sound like I'm asking for help just to see if I can draw more birds in. So they can get shot? These people seem to be fascinated with birds, and if I can bring more bird creatures to them, I want to I curry favor with the indigenous people. Okay. So I'll just... 
while chirping. Yeah. Um, So she starts doing this little chittering, and they all kind of stand back and wait. And a few birds kind of come his direction, and they're all like, I put my I put my finger up to my lips, and I start pointing to the ones that I can see. (laughs) They all smile these big smiles. They oddly like all of them seem to have a big gap in the middle of their tooth in in the front Uh tooth. Like the whole tribe, everybody's got this same gap. It seems, and they all smile at this big David Letterman smile, and they uh, (laughs) and. And My a, a couple of them, all, and they—it's funny because it's like <laughs> it's all synchronized. Like they all just sort of stop. Everybody pauses, and then three birds—they <laughs> all hit the ground. I'm kind of a little bummed about seeing all the birds dying, but anyway, what else are they saying? Lucan is going to get out a platinum piece and hand it over to him, mm-hmm. and just say friends, and then point to them and point to us. See if they even I, care about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know they they might really not. seem to be a type of person that cares about well. He, he puts it in a pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a pouch or something. And then he looks over at Relop and points at the necklace of shark teeth from the Squalum. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take it off. And He takes out a, a dagger. Of, it's almost like a... It's really sharpened stone, basically. The whole thing is made of stone and it's wrapped up in some sort of leather. Okay. Uh, it, it would be a you know reasonable dagger. It's nothing. It's even though it's primitive, it would be a reason. You know, it would actually work. For, and he offers it for. Oh trade. yeah, I'll put I'll put the necklace out and put my hand out for the dagger. Okay, puts it handle first. Big smile again. Smile and tuck the uh, dagger away. Smiling not a lot. Do they end up putting their bows down, or are they still pointing them at? A, a few of them are, but there's okay. still some in the background. It's kind of you know like maybe oh, yeah. the lackeys are still holding their bows, and the woman with the robin. She says she kind of because you had been pointing, right? Mm-hmm. She says you want to leave the forest. Yes, yes. I start nodding up and down. Yes. She says to the and she starts getting all like like she's talking to a child. Okay. Because you know like mm-hmm. she doesn't understand like that you can understand her sort of thing. And she says, like, you want the planes and sort of, like, moves her hand out or, you know, waves her hand around like she's talking, like, to show you the flat. Yes. I want to get out of this forest anyway. <laughs> that's your goal. I'm right there with this you. might be your way. You and I actually agree on something right now. Whoa. <laughs> and she points at the gnome and says, can he, he get more birds to come to us? Yes. You come with us and we will take you out. And again, she's really, like childing it up for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll take you out to the plane. Says thank thank you. Keeps nodding. Yes. And uh says, hey Relop, they really like those birds. Yeah. They're I gonna take they're from gonna their t- head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna take us out to the plains. So they're gonna get us out of this forest, which I will be very excited about. Maybe we can get our grounding and figure out where we're at. But okay. they just asked if you could get more birds. Yeah, I can do that. Total abuse of do power. They... <laughs> <laughs> how many tallies do you have on that new dagger? <laughs> little bird. Yeah, that's actually a little bird silhouette. I got zero it's tallies. A, it's a bird dagger. It's a bird soul yeah. dagger. <laughs> yeah, I'll just uh, keep making distress sounds as a bird while I'm all right. walk. I mean, okay. we will do they all... start walking. Well, basically, what they you start to recognize, and they're pretty good at pantomiming and trying to like they're pretty decent at. at showing you what they want you to do mm-hmm. and so like every once in a while as you start traveling they will like they'll kind of point up and point to their ears and, right, and they'll right. just kind of show you and then everybody will sort of prep everybody gets real quiet 
somebody always like puts their hand on Merc to like keep him from moving in his armor and right. stuff. You know, <laughs> everybody waits and and yeah, you do some like bird ambushing as you're going. And you know, like you guys see too that they have this ridiculously large group bags of birds. They're here in in the forest apparently to collect birds. birds. Ooh, nice. Trying to get as many birds as I can. Lucan will just kind of tell the group whatever they're kind of saying during the travel. Mm-hmm. He'll just kind of mention it to them. Let me know if anything crazy does, comes up. Does the tribe have horses? They don't have them with them okay. here, no. But we're able to lead ours back out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, you've done a lot of walking your horses yeah. through this. Like yeah, it, yeah. Th- There are times where you get to get on them. but And they do actually seem to, like, they're not weirded out by the horses. Like, they have they just don't have any horses with them. Right, because I knew they were tribal plains people. I assumed mm-hmm. they had horses. I just wasn't yep. sure. Okay. How long are we traveling with them? About three days. Okay. All right. So at the beginning of the second day, she would prepare tongues and then cast it as many times as she could during okay. the day. One of the things you realize right away is that one of the part of the confusion is that they don't have a word for singular pronouns. Hmm. They're they're we. They talk about themselves. Yes. And, like it's always we. It's them as a unit. Talk. Yes. Like a unity group. You also get the impression too that there is a very big balance within it. So there's like you notice that there were twelve of them. Yeah. And there was there's six women and there's six men. And they and if you sort of get into conversation with them, each one of them has a counterpart at home. And mm, so like the, like a woman probably has that's like cool. a in most cases a husband that's that's at home. Yeah, and right. then on the next outing they'll probably trade and then she'll stay home and, and he'll, he'll go, go out. And I so see. it's very it's very balanced. There's very a, the cool. gender thing is okay. very it's you know, everybody's very equal in this little society. Yeah, so that second morning she would wake up, cast uh, the thing is I can do it for three hours of a day. So I'd probably start with just one quick hour. Mm-hmm. I would want to speak to the, the woman, mm-hmm. uh, the leader, and then the woman with the owl on sure. her head. <laughs> well, that's another thing, too, is that the two, so you basically get Chatan, the male, and okay. Sissoka, the female, okay. the hawk robin. Yes. They are definitely the leaders of this band. Yes. But they are co-leaders. Like, it is a, perfect. everything's dual for these. For so the she two. will speak to both of them. Okay. They can give you a little bit. I'm sure you'll probably ask about, like. What's their tribe called? The, the, the campy. The campy. Mm. Are but, they nomadic? So, yes. Yeah. Yep, and they do, um, and they, they ride horses, and that they just didn't bring them into the forest because, as you have learned, it's rough <laughs> when you know when you don't have a road. I'll tell them what happened to us in that we were on the road, and then the Wandering Wood swept us up, and we got lost. Lucan mm-hmm. says, hey, tell them like, about that platinum piece, too. Like, What do you want me to tell them about the platinum piece? When they see people like us and need to negotiate, people like us would like that type of thing. Oh, Certainly. Something along the lines of that. Yeah, try to they have a that. basic concept of currency, currency right? But oh, it's okay. yeah, they don't care not much about it. But they recognize that there the are others barter. that do. Yeah, I just yeah. say trade value. I think she would have asked eventually. Have you seen anyone like us before? They have. Okay. Yeah, try to stay to themselves. Of course, um, what? but they spend a lot of time really interacting with the other plains tribes. Sure. And so there's other groups. Mm. There's a couple of them that are... These are pretty peaceful people. Sure. You kind of lucked out running into the campy yeah. as opposed to some of the others. And so they spend a lot of time trying to make sure they're not overrun by some of the other more aggressive tribes. You also get the impression, too, that they... Because they talk about boomsticks, mm. and they don't like them. These people are archers. They're afraid of guns. Luckily, we don't have any. Do they know where the crossroad post is? Yeah, I'm going to make sure we're going north. Yeah. Or try to get in that they, direction. They actually do. They know where the crossroad post is. If you talk about Fire's Heart, they know yeah. where Fire's Heart is. Yeah. Like okay. they're, they're, cool. they're worldly enough to understand what's on the outskirts of their world. Okay. Do they, okay. Have they seen giant kin? Trolls, ogres, giants? 
they usually only deal with them. Occasionally there's hill giants along the plains, but they usually only deal with things like that when they come into the wood, which is, you know, periodic journeys. They have not had anything out of the ordinary recently. So the, the idea of along the road, certainly we're seeing an insurgence of things. Yeah. They're not mentioning seeing much of anything. How far are we from Crosshair Post from here? Probably about once we hit the edge of the forest, you're going to be somewhere in the realm of four days by horse. Okay. And how far are we from the edge of the wood? This would be so. This is going to be like a day or something. Yeah, just about a day and a half. Okay. Anything else anybody wants to know? I'm assuming you kind of like laid out their society. Yes. Yeah. She would, she would ask them how it was structured and give you the whole unity. It's interesting that their society can develop this equal concept, yet the church can't. <laughs> I, I think it sounds great. I, I think the church is great as well, but we just see things differently, I guess. Just after you say that, they kill a bird just randomly. <laughs> I don't love that, but do you, think, do you think they eat a lot of omelets around here? I don't think they're leaving them alive long enough to get the eggs out of them. But And then I want to speak to the owl lady specifically. Like, is she either, like a mystic or is she like a shaman of some sort? Actually, you get the impression that the hawk and the robin are the shamans. Oh, Like, that's okay. why they're, they're the leaders. Everybody seems to have their own sort of spirit bird. Yeah. And so that's kind of why that one specifically picked out the yeah. symbol. Because okay. I, she recognized that it was okay. a so it similar wasn't that they were thing. Specific, she wasn't specifically anything. I, I, when I hear that, I tell Zan, I say, hey, tell him about the the uh, wolf shaman we saw in Briam. Tell him about the guy that turned into the wolf for a split second. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. One of the Pishams. Yeah. Do you know the Pisham tribe to the south? They yeah. don't. They don't know far away, probably. Mm-hmm. Rivers between you two. And I'll tell them we ran into one of a, a tribal person that was able to shift forms. Are any of you able to shift forms into birds? She says, yep, some of the elders have been, days past, have been able to turn into lots of different things. Mm. Lucan's jaw drops. He's smiling. <laughs> that is amazing. Is she just translating this to you? <laughs> like, oh, you turn into bird people? Oh, oh you're understanding. That. That's right, because yeah. you have the helmet uh-huh. on. Yeah, yeah. She says, we don't have anyone of that ability now, but my great-grandfather was uh, reportedly able to do such things. Why did you lose the power? They keep killing birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we simply haven't haven't achieved that balance yet. Hey, Sam, can mm-hmm. you ask them if there's any natural materials that they use? For, do they have houses? And if so, what do they make them out of? And what kind of material they could use? Sure. Hey, also, Rila, you could ask them about your egg. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like Let's first, put it, the like, egg or the house? The egg, obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. No. Wait, what did you say, Holden? <laughs> Great idea, Zan. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'll pull out the egg. Yeah. Do any of you know what this is? We're with bird people. I figure giant so eggs. Sus- like Sasoka, the yeah, the robin. Yeah. So you and you show it, right? Yeah. I bring it up. Pull it out, and I just start beating on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, behold! Smash! Smash! She kind of looks horrified for a minute and she kind of pushes it out of your hand oh and it thuds onto the ground okay what's wrong what what is this you guys have your spells on right yeah we're still talking to her and they say village killer 
See, she, she just said village killer. Put it away. Let's not get all these people angry Zan, at us. Zan, ask her what village killer means. You mean like in the sky, breathe fire? She kind of thinks about it for a minute. Yeah. She says, in village burn buildings. Not in the sky? Lucan's, Does it fly like bird? Lucan's uh, translating the, what they she say. Says, right. I'm furiously taking She those. says, <laughs> I, I've, they, they fly, but only briefly. Oh. Like up and down again. Bird? Lizard? Bird. 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 Village killer. You don't want that if in your village. Ask her, does it, so it breathes fire? It creates fire. She didn't say how it made it. Can I, can I roll uh, like some type of nature she check she or kinda, something? She overhears Zan saying that. Yeah. She says it wears fire. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So it's like a flaming bird. Do you know a flaming bird? I rolled a 19 on my nature check. Can I uh, roll for... I'm giving it... I'm t- softballing it to real up. The one time I sure. ever rolled well on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 14? I really don't think that Lucan would have ever heard of it, but since he rolled well... Go ahead and roll with advantage. See if that, see if that adds. Okay. 15. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking things like Phoenix, right. um, but like you think that Phoenix can really full-on fly and there's right. something... So you're, you're really not sure what the heck you're... Some sort of hopping village killing... <laughs> yes, bird. hopping the village killing bird. ostrich. <laughs> boy, boy, this, boy, this card is getting longer and longer. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it back. Have a sec. Okay, and I'll apologize for it. I mean, she's she's not overly overly concerned. She actually yeah. says, like, honestly, you you would need a very hot fire to get that out of that egg anyway. Hmm. And there's no very hot fire here. Hmm. Challenge accepted. Yeah, Lucas <laughs> says that over to Rila. Hey. She says a really hot fire will open Why would you tell him that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we should do research to figure out what it is first, but... Or where we can find a super hot fire. (laughs) I think we should lead with that one. Can you control animals? Like, could that be a thing? Yes. That's amazing! He's lying to you. (laughs) What? Never mind. Insight check! (laughs) Nope, he's not lying. (laughs) He's never lied to us. (laughs) These three have never lied to us, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Is your tribe nomadic? Or do you have permanent residence somewhere? You have to kind of explain the word nomadic to her, yeah. but she says... You move nomadic. around. Nomadic. Yeah. They don't have permanent homes. Okay. The first night that this is taking place the first day? Yeah. That night, provided nothing crazy happens, going to go ahead and use Fabricate to make a bunch of rope for them. Oh, okay. And... Oh, I forgot to ask. The, I'm sorry, the material. So we got way past that question. I apologize. You had two parts of that question. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just going to make some, uh, just as much rope as I can okay. out of the materials available. Tomorrow, if you could ask them yeah. if this would be helpful or if they'd prefer lumber. I can or... still ask them today. I have three hours right. worth of oh, discussion. Okay. So. Relop, I'll help you if I can. I don't know if I can, but. Yeah, I, I, I think you could help thing. by being quiet. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's, helping, a, it's a small one ignores Paul. He's helping translate. Is there a particular material or anything that you need? Simple building supplies? Anything that your tribe could use in exchange for helping us out of here? And the birds, of course? This is before they see the rope? Yeah. Right? Again, it's one of those things where you have to sort of over-explain it a little yeah. bit. Because some of the concepts are just different. And so mm-hmm. she says that most of what they create, of what they use for their homes, comes from the wood and mm-hmm. from... The and she says a word that uh, that 
initially like doesn't quite make sense and then and then she rephrases it and basically says western kind so like the comes from the cattle oh the wild the wild cattle out west like leather so they need leather and wood apparently okay well we can use she doesn't actually say western kind but that's how it comes out to you yeah i give them the rope that i used fabricate okay they're actually very happy with that there's a couple people that are they sort of pile them up with this rope. A couple of lackeys, basically. <laughs> right. And so there's a there's one guy. He's, like, he's got like a duck on his head. And he's just like, <laughs> as he like carries this rope uh-huh. along. But they, they're pretty excited about it. Okay. See, Hulk, they still have disparity. Just because, you know, the men and women are equal doesn't mean everybody is equal. Somebody has to do the brunt of the work. They've taken care of the sexism, but not the classism. Yep. Oh, hey, uh, Sam, one other thing. Mm-hmm. I noticed you've been keeping that uh, necklace fairly well hidden. Yes. Should they track us down again and try and do anything nefarious, mm-hmm. maybe let this one kind of just hang out outside. And you're offering. And I give her, I give her the necklace that I've been casting pseudo non-detection on. Sure. Oh, is this the duplicate from Sobadon? Yeah, I enchanted it to make it appear as though... It's the actual necklace. But it's not. No. It has no actual magical oh. purpose to it. So if somebody other than but it's a trick. puts detect magic on it or something, it will look like that. Oh. Is that correct? Yeah. That's fantastic, yeah. Relap. Uh, yeah, I can wear this as a decoy. That'd be fine. Yet another gnomish trick. Thank and then Lucan starts laughing. Thank you. Well, if Sobadon can find us, then I'm sure other people are probably looking for us. That's true. She'll put it on. And, I'll, and she'll wear it over... And out front of her armor. So you got the real one tucked in under the other the one's armor. Tu- real oh, that's in. cool. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> it weighs you down. Take a, a point of... <laughs> oh, point you're always hunched back, back now. So much abjuration <laughs> class. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, encumbrance rules. That is very cool. All right. Was there anything else we needed from these people? Any other, anything else these people aren't like eating other people at nighttime or anything, right? <laughs> no. I think we would no- notice that. <laughs> you, know, you actually notice that they don't eat any of the birds. Huh. What are they eating? They, I mean, they hunt deer and mm-hmm. they eat rabbits and lots of things, berries and nuts. And, you know, they, sure. they know how to forage, much like Relop, but they do not seem to eat the birds. Are you putting the hut up again, like in front of them? Yeah, I'll put the hut up at night. Okay. Just because a few of them kind of get routine. fascinated with the hut, like yeah. putting their hands through it. And <laughs> right. Like you're just like trying to rest and like faces come through the hut. Well, he like, can choose who can go through it so he can say none of them. Um, <laughs> Dunk. Oh. Do you not allow them? No, I, it's fine. Yeah. Remember, it's a wee society, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody rolls in and just like scooches you over a little bit. <laughs> so now we're kind of in a mass camp. It's us five plus these 12 people. A dozen, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So are they keeping watches and stuff at night as well mm-hmm. and patrolling and things? Yep. So. Do you guys give up watches or do you, Ooh, do you no, keep I, at it? No, Lucan will still take watch. I'll sleep through the night like a baby. Although Lucan is... <laughs> I'm right Feeling there. Fairly comfortable. Yeah, you're sleeping. They really, of other people. they really like Relop. Like they <laughs> just love. Even when he's lazy, this idea that Relop. he could like bring these birds to him and stuff. I'm also gonna try and find out what materials they can use the best and see if I can't make wooden poles. Probably would be something that you could create for them yeah, with fabrication. Done, done. That would be dozens a pretty and decent. Dozens and dozens. Yeah. And again, and that duck Mark, guy I'll, just hates you. <laughs> the duck guy. Mark, I'll give him. There's I'll a give lady him. Who's that guy's just looking at me like he's well, stop. 
Mark, I'll give him three of my five javelins. Obviously, I still have Tempest as well, but okay. So, unload some javelins. You've got Tempest plus one, plus two javelins. Fake. Oh, plus two. Okay. Fake. Oh, three <laughs> of five plus. Two. Yeah. So she'll just keep talking to them and, say, okay. and if they have, if they're learning anything particular, if they ask, do they have any questions of us? Do they want to know anything about what we're doing, or do they seem they, to know us? They really don't. Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah they like they do not care. They're yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. really not inquisitive in that way. Okay. Yep. They do ask about the tent, for instance. They want to know yeah. how that uh, works. Yeah. Magic? Arcane magic? And they, they basically say, like, shaman. Yeah. And point at Relot, like, shaman. <laughs> not from gods. From nature. Not gods. And she'll hold her hand and do the sacred flame in her hand. Like, white light. Right. And, they, and again, they're like, <laughs> yeah. you are, it's not, you are it's not the kind of magic they seem to have seen. They've, they, they've definitely seen magics with yeah. the shamans, but it just looks different. Or she'll pick up a stone and cast light on it and then hand it to someone and let it have for an hour or something sure. like that. One of them, after you do stuff like that, yeah. too, like Jatan, the, the hawk, he kind of wants to show off a little bit. Sure. And he actually makes the plants come in and, like, wrap around you. Oh, nice. Much like what, you know, what yeah. we saw with Chandler. Sure. Cool. And it's actually very gentle. Like, it doesn't actually, he yeah. makes it so it's not actually grabbing at you, but it just suddenly, it's like almost like you're wearing this armor of vegetation. And then it just sort of slides back around and goes into That's the ground. Cool. Hulk's going to go and uh, continue to kind of scout ahead because the appeal is getting out of the woods before <laughs> right, everybody right. else is yeah. definitely strong. Anytime you try to get ahead, there's always seems to be somebody that comes with you. There's always a tribesman kind of close by. All right. I'm going to make a game of it and try to lose him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, circle back. and Does Hulk accidentally get shot? You think you're doing well, and then you're not, typically. Like, this is more their domain than yours, and so you, you, you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty good, and then suddenly there's this dude with a buzzard on his head. <laughs> out of nowhere. That's your guard. That's my babysitter. Yeah. Is that, like, was that Last Samurai, where he has that, like, old samurai that just follows him around wherever he goes? <laughs> so on that third, third day, day, you step out into the plains and take a big breath, and <sighs> you feel like it is the it's the cleanest air you've ever smelled. It might be, in fact. But it feels really good to get out of that <laughs> forest. Because yeah, I'm upwind from Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Lucan is all smiles and taking big old Sissoka, deep breaths. The robin says, and Lucan's got the spell going, and uh, she says, if you would like to continue to travel with us, you're welcome. You, we could, I'm sure, put you up for the night. And Are you going to Crosshair Post? Or are you going towards Fire's Heart? We're going closer to the Crosshair Post. Fire's Heart's quite a ways away from here, but right. Crosshair we, Post. Would we would love the, to travel to Crosshair uh, be, Point with you. That'd be wonderful. So we won't go all the way, obviously, but we'll. You know, we can certainly head that direction. We're going to meet up with our camp, and and we'll see where we go from there. Do you have any horses here? Yeah. So once you get far enough out, there's camp just beyond the edge of the forest, mm-hmm. and there's another six. There's three women, three men. Got and it. they have all these horses. All these there. horses. <laughs> yep, cool. They so, put war paint, or do they deck out their horses with anything? This group does a little bit of war paint. You notice things like just lines across the cheeks. Okay. And then the things like lines going down, just like finger paint okay. going down the side of the horses. But that's about the extent of it. How good are these horses in comparison to ours? They're like high quality. They seem pretty. Yeah, they seem like pretty nice horses. You're like not you steal horses? Are you? Are they willing <laughs> to trade? Like my horse for one of theirs. Just for all the things we've done for them and helped them out. Well, I think they've helped us out. Oh, I, <laughs> I think you have that backwards. <laughs> it's been a quid pro quo, but she'll she'll trade for it too if she needs to trade for it. 
Hey, I'll Hulk, steal one of the horses. Hey, Hulk, this is the church trying to, you know, scale This horse right? plus something for <laughs> whatever she feels is fair. She says, Let, let's think on that while we're traveling. Let's, we hate to give up our horses. We're going to wake up one morning and they're going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> During the travels, Lucan tries to get Xan to, like, ask everyone what their horse's name is. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, the difficult does not stop horse talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything else I could do for him. Everybody naming them? We've already heard several of them, but mm-hmm. do we want to go through names of horses before I kill them <laughs> no, all? No, you don't have to name their horses for oh, us. No, no, that's okay. no, no, I was just saying, do we want to do like a... I like was going to if I got one of those sweet horses. But <laughs> You're going to save it for the sweet horse? <laughs> I would name a sweet horse. I don't know if I'd name this one. I've got mine named already. So do I. Yep, same well, name. you had yours. Yours has no name. You went through we a forest on a rabbit with no don't name. Don't get me wrong. We love Coney, but that poor dumb horse. Oh, the dumb horse. Yeah, that dumb horse. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. We still have my horse. We're good. So right about the end of that day, so you just travel along with them, and it's just grassland. It reminds you of outside of Lucidum. It's a little bit hilly, so you kind of, I mean, not super hilly, but just kind of a roll to the land as you travel. There's really not a lot to see other than, you know, you see the forest behind you, but then otherwise it's just grass and sky. You see some hawks floating around, things like that. But towards the end of that day, you come over the crest of a hill and there's a little bit of a valley. And at the bottom of that valley, in sort of a, you know, what seems to be, you know, once you go over, like Merck specifically is like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing there. Like they're kind of... They set it up to where they, there's only one real approach for defensive purposes, and there's a village. But it, you know, it's like teepees, and they're bringing you into their town, okay, or into their you know camp, I guess, since they're nomadic. Sure. As you come into the village on on your own horses with the group, what what are you doing, Relop? Are you because the pony stopped? Stopped. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll ride on the back. Uh, okay. Merck's horse. All right. Lots of people come out and greet them, and everybody's kind of got a significant other, it seems, in this group, and so they're all excited to see them. Everybody's got their own birds. You see a few more, a few new birds that you hadn't seen previously, like, the, <laughs> like you see a canary and a finch, and you start sort of questioning, you know, is that a woodpecker? Like you're trying to figure out if you actually under, you know, know what certain birds are. And you are brought to, it's built a little bit like a circle, and there's a teepee in the middle. Side question: These birds that they have mm-hmm. are they supposed to indicate possible like personality traits or anything that we've noticed? They described them as their spirit animals, so maybe I'm staying away from sparrows. They just have a bad <laughs> relationship with sparrows. <laughs> okay, I feel like you would have an issue with pigeons if there was a pigeon well, there. Right? Pigeons like, and sparrows from yeah. the big big city. Yeah. All right, um, and they bring you to kind of a lodge in the center, and there are a couple of kind of warrior types sitting out out front. One of them's got an eagle, and the other one has another hawk. So you can see that they're not, it's not like the only hawk in the group. And they bring you in. I'm assuming this is a good time for tongues. Yeah, sure. And, you can cast it before we came in. You know, you come in, it's a really kind of a strong smell. You're not used to, there's because there's a fire in the middle, and then it's all, you know, stretched out skins all around. And so it's surprisingly hot when you come in and a little bit on the smoky side. And there's people sitting around and and on the far side, there's a couple. There's, and you're introduced by 
Sissoka, the, the Robin specifically, the, the most of the talking, and you're introduced to chiefs. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. There's Chief Manahua, that's the male, and Chiefess Patuea. Manahua is a uh, is another hawk actually, and the hawk on his head sort of mimics his very chiseled profile. And then Chiefess Patuea actually has a f- yellow finch in her hair, which is a very stark contrast to this very dark raven hair that she has. And then there's an, another kind of a younger man next to them, and that's you're introduced to him. His name is Prince Achatio. He is the son of these two. Mm-hmm. He's probably in his early 20s, you would guess, and he is wearing a an owl. It actually is on his shoulder. Not in his hair. Not in his hair. Interesting. So we'll so, let them do the introductions. and Yeah, and it's all very formal, and that kind of, they basically bring out some food it's basically almost like a masa like a mash of some sort of grain possibly corn Mm. and a little bit of meat that's probably venison and it's basically on this big sort of like leaf as kind of a plate and they sort of pass around food to everybody good eating uh hold this is the life better than wafers i guess (laughs) yeah it's pretty good like they do they've seasoned this stuff up with something We'll thank yeah, them. serious. <laughs> we'll thank them for their hospitality and allowing us to stay on our way north, and to uh, commend these two in their party for saving us and guiding us out of the forest. I'm right here. Lucan <laughs> <laughs> just starts to talk to Hulk about how cool all the horses are and keeps that going. <laughs> I'm gonna just like slowly like turn away from him and just now's eating time. <laughs> Is there anything we can do for your people? in exchange for this kindness. We're very happy with your, what we've been told you have done to help our group. If you would like a bird, we would be happy to oblige. We don't have anything in mind at this moment, but we appreciate the offer. We will be moving camp now that our group is back and we were planning to head north, which seems to be your direction. So if you're interested in coming with us, we can give you a plot to place your home for the evening. Wonderful. Our interim destination is Crosshair Post, so I'm assuming we will part ways at some point before then, but we will travel with you as long as you're willing to do so. Hey, Zane, can you ask what he meant by if we would like a bird? Sure. By giving us a bird, what do you mean by this? One of the ones that your people killed? Yes, but it would be readied. Oh. Readied for wearing? Mm-hmm. And mm. to look over you. Ah. Yes, please. <laughs> so she'll, she'll look over to, to Relop and go, any one of those birds in particular meet your fancy? Something that you want to look over you? Yes. Hey, maybe, maybe they can find your spirit bird. Perhaps you would like an owl. Looks at the two twins that have owls. <laughs> um, actually, my friend over here, and she'll point to Relop, is most interested in a bird spirit for himself. Is there one that you think would meet his particular style and personality? <laughs> that, is, that is for him to choose. What do you feel? He asks what you feel. <laughs> wow. Uh, How does it feel? Do I see like pretty much the gamut of birds up there? Is it? Just... You've seen a lot of birds in the last few days. Yeah. You want me to give you a list or do you want to just name one and they yeah, probably got I, it? I don't know. Goldfinch? Yeah, I mean... 
the chiefess has a goldfinch in her hair. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, in fact, you pretty much remember a goldfinch being shot down above you yeah. on your way back. Yeah. If, if she's got a spare goldfinch to stuff and okay. turn it into a hat, I'll, he would appreciate right. a goldfinch. All right. Look at the priest to ready a goldfinch. Uh, Hogan Mercury. You think the you word priest the is probably oh, not pass. your understanding of you priest? Think, okay. Do you think they'll take offense if we don't? Want a bird? He said a bird, so I think we've met our met, met our quota. Met our quota. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm fine. I think that. you should take a bird. We're gone. Maybe okay. I guess that'll be highly offensive if I, the owl doesn't take an owl. That's what I was thinking. Highly offensive. If they offer it again, I'll I'll take one. Okay. All right. Um, so just one one goldfinch. Is that what he's saying? Mm-hmm. And he's he's looking at Rila, but he, yeah. yeah, obviously. Are other birds available? Uh, we didn't want to overextend our hospitality. Uh, I mean, kind of looks to Soka, and she yeah. says, "Lots of birds are available." Right. Well, my brother is interested in an owl. Yeah, owl. Hmm. To match our family symbol, they the owl is our spirit bird. Would you like it worked into your hair? <laughs> like Zan actually like, um, backs away. Can you? Hulk is going to lean over and like to whisper to Zan and like. <laughs> How is he gonna wear the helmet with that? <laughs> uh, now remember that you couldn't understand that. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. just laughing. Uh, Z- Zan, just the can, twins at this point. Can you tell? Can you tell her that? How about for Ardax? How about for the for the horse? You want a bird for the horse? Yeah, correct. Yeah, is there a way to work an owl into the mane of a horse? Is that looked down upon? Is that taboo here? Kind of stops, and like they look at each other. <laughs> And they look back at you, and then they smile with that big gap tooth. It's really weird. The whole tribe has this gap tooth. <laughs> yeah. I've never put. I and sort of turns again. Just sort of put. Can can, can I have a bird on my horse? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks like side eyes to look on a little bit. Like I think you started some sort of trend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like would that keep the horses more safe? And then they, they, you have to kind of talk it over. Yes, we will put a bird on your horse. Excellent. All right. Thank you. It's going to be really creepy. It's called fashion <laughs> to mean, Kind of look it up. I just have like an owl tax, on my head. This tax, probably be creepy. Taxidermied owl on the head of this horse. I can't say no to this. Is the horse going to like that? We're going to find out. Yeah. I just, I'm glad I started a trend. <laughs> they need to protect their horses, unlike Relop. Let in, them die. In the meantime, <laughs> if there's anything you do need, let us know. But you can direct us towards where our plot is, and we can be yep. out of your way. Yep, they find a spot for you, and they basically put, tell you to put your teepee here, and they ask if you have any, if you brought poles, do you have leather, what, what you know, they, they're yeah. kind of expecting you to do what they do. Yeah, the, we have, we, we've we got have, ours. Yeah, we, we have tents set and ready. Also, if you have any injured or sick, I can attempt to help in that regard as well. Uh, everybody seems to be okay, but they okay. they very they appreciate it. They kind of go wide eyed at that, like, yeah, whoa, that's a nice offer. Should you just throw out some heels if necessary. All right, it's kind it's of been a long day of travel. Yeah, or well, a long month of travel, really. <laughs> I'm just excited to not have trees everywhere. <laughs> I'm excited because we're this much closer to some form of civilization. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the trees. How about you, real up? I could go back. <laughs> After you say that one, somebody that's kind of nearby kind of overhears Merc and Relot talking. They understand them? And says, Are you speaking common? Yes. Wait, who is this? Do they have a bird in their hair? He does. He has a bird in his hair. 
most of the tribe look pretty bronzed skin. I mean, they're outdoors most of the time, right? But uh, this guy seems a little bit different tone. Like, he just looks different. In fact, he sees you and smiles. There's no gap in his teeth. He looks a little different from the rest. So, I'm kind of feeling like you're not from here. Uh, not originally. And he's speaking in common. But he looks very... I mean, otherwise he looks full-on tribal. He has a crow in his hair. And he says, I am I'm Kanji. Kanji. Is that your name from here, or is that your name from uh, elsewhere? Yeah, I guess I guess it's my name here. I was a preacher once. Many of them around me still call it preacher, but I've been living among the campy for a long time. Preacher of what? Perian. I was a Perian preacher. Perian preacher. That's I was exciting. Sent here to bring some of them to our flock, and I kind of found a wife and decided to stay long ago. Oh, she have a girl too. She does not. She has a finch. This might seem odd to you, but uh, do you have any uh, Pyrian literature? Pyrian literature? Oh, you said you were a preacher. I'm sure you had something. I mean, I understand it might have been a while ago, but... I mean, I might have something stashed away somewhere. I gave that game up long ago. He's probably in his mid-50s. Oh. Like, he's, you know, probably been here for a while. Yeah, so uh, pull off the gauntlet or whatever, show my forearm... I'm a bit of a convert, too, but I went to your old ways, I guess. Hmm. How did the Pyrians view the uh, Lucites? Well, it's been a long time since they've been there. There's a lot of mistrust. Understandable. I mean, it was basically a war over control, really. Well, some ideology, I suppose. What do the Pyrians make of magic users? I know they're a lot more uh, accepting than the Lucites. So I don't have to pretend to be a bard? In... Pairing lands, no. You will not have to pretend to be something that you're not. Yeah, I think once we get into full-on Pairing lands, the whole bard facade can go by the wayside. Were you around during the wars between the Pyrians and the Lucites? No, I'm a small, small child. Okay. So how do they view visitors from Lucite lands? Because I don't know if you've picked up, but we have a few clergy... Uh, yeah, there were a couple that, that shined out a little bit to me. Do you have a purpose for being there? My there. friend and I do. I think they have business there as well. I there. imagine they're going to want to know your purpose, and if you can give a valid reason for being there, I'm sure it'll probably be fine. They're there for trade. Knock has returned. He looks at you very quizzically. I don't think he recognizes the term knock. They probably have a different... No, I, I understand... Knock. But it appears I've been out of the world too long. What's happening? I don't know the details. We were at the cathedral in Lucidum, and something was starting to merge with this, I don't know what to call her other than a hag. Like a witch? Yes. She had strange powers and changed forms, and she was loose in the cathedral, and she was sprouting wings in front of the eucatastrophe. It was, uh... Quite the ordeal. I think Nock is, if he's not back, is on the precipice of being back. So what's being done about that? Does the Pyrian church know about this? That I can't answer. I've not spoken to a Pyrian really other than you. This happened several months back. Do you recall the eclipse? It would have been we around, called it Night's Day? It would have been around Medesa 6 if you're tracking time like that. I haven't tracked time like that for a long time. Yeah. We saw no eclipse here. Explains a lot, actually. 
Do you ever go to Crosshair Post fairly regularly? I have a million years. So this is... Occasionally someone will be sent to get some supplies. I have done that in in the past. Right. My traveling days, to that degree, are a little bit past me. Do you recall anyone coming back with stories of the town being set on fire or anything? Crosshair Post? Yeah. No. It might have been spared. Well, if there was no eclipse out here, they might not have had the power or the timing to do anything. They had an eclipse. He said they didn't. You spend a lot of time in the forest, though, don't you? Not a lot of time. Where were you when this eclipse happened? We were in Lucidum. Lucidum's far, far away from where you are. It is, but it's a significant date. I don't pretend to understand these things. If he said there wasn't an eclipse here, maybe Enoch didn't have what he needed to manifest here. Possible. It's something to be concerned about. I'm certainly concerned. We encountered pit goblins, which I'm not certain if that's how you pronounce it. What's a pit goblin? A pit goblin is, I'll try and explain it as best I can. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was, it was not great. There were dozens. I have encountered more creatures that I have been told were fairy tales when I was a child than I care to admit. Well, let's hope that we don't run into that in our travel. <laughs> so is it, I'm getting a goldfinch stuffed. Do you know anything about that? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't be believed that, they, that everyone has their own spirit looking over them and they are all tied to birds. Birds have very old souls, according to the campaign. Quick follow-up, though. How well preserved is this going to be? What's the word? Taxidermy? Yeah. It'll be like that. So I could wear this for years and it won't smell. (laughs) Apparently I needed these people for those ears. Hey, uh... (laughs) How do these people feel about wolves or animal pelts like that? Uh, In the winter we we wear pelts that would keep us warm. You know, basic, basic... Currency. How much is a, a wolf pelt worth? It's been a long time since I've dealt with gold. I have a few gems. Well, I just, I mean, we barter typically or trade. Everything here is based on gifts. You trade one thing for another. I pull out that Chalcedony gems. <laughs> I have that. I have a black pearl. That seems a bit much. And are you want? What are you wanting for it? A pelt? Oh, a wolf's pelt, to be exact. Uh, I might be able to see if I can find one for you. Sure. For that gem there? Yeah, the Chesedine. Yeah. Okay. I'll find you tomorrow. Okay. I'll be here. For the... What color? We'll be in a dome. You can't see through it. The I'm color sure changes. Yours will look different than everybody else's, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Does everybody go to bed? Do we have anything else before um, call it a night? While they're chatting, I'm going to... Hulk's going to go find Lucan. Lucan, I've got a few thoughts to just bounce your way sure a few days back you were talking to your sister and trying to push her for information about a relationship yeah just let it be i know your family and you think that there's some sort of obligation between you two but some people need to have their secrets is it you (laughs) no are you sure I've seen you guys go off separately quite a bit. It just—it astounds me that you are this obtuse sometimes. 
I mean, it's observation. It wouldn't surprise me if others thought the same, but... <laughs> well, okay, just, do, do, just you know, know. do you by any chance know who it is? No. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Insight. Oh, do insight. You want to, do you want to him? <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a five. <laughs> Yeah. No way. Did you roll less than that? <laughs> no, I, I rolled much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no idea who it is, nor do I care, and you shouldn't either. Of course I should. It's my sister. It's your sister, and, and she says it's done, so it's in the past, so you don't need I'm to worry about curious. it. I'm curious. Wouldn't you be curious if your brother was going out with somebody? Curious? No. Happy for him? Yes. Just I'm enjoy not that. saying that I'm not happy for her, but she's been keeping okay, this secret you, for you a may long not time, be, apparently. You may so. not be, you're not saying that you're, you're not happy for her, but your actions and probing is basically saying that your curiosity is more important than her personal needs. Well, that's the way you're looking at it, but... That's the way most people look at things. I can tell you it's, uh, I have very different motives than what you're thinking, so it's just harmless it, it's, family motives. It's not harmless. <laughs> and, you know, as close as you may be, this could be the beginning of a crack that causes separation. And I can tell you right now, a failed relationship is not worth that. Well, thanks for the talk. Okay, just dwell on it. I just kind of like stroll past back to camp. Now Lucan's even more curious. But <laughs> <laughs> his job is done, I guess. <laughs> what? I was embarrassed for Zan for that. That's I'm just seeing the corner. Oh no! Anybody <laughs> else talking, talking about me? <laughs> Funny. I I can't think of anything I need to speak to anybody about. Uh, is it you? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I'm gonna call it a night. This place seems well guarded, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah, took this opportunity to sleep like the full night for the first time ever. Full on. I mean, this is this is a tribal city, basically, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's, it's mobile, but it's well guarded. It's, there's scouts around. There's people. That Where do we go to get a drink around here? <laughs> <laughs> they they do have a drink. It's probably not what you're used to. Don't care. Translator. What? I need you to help me order a drink wherever they get drinks. So let me get this straight. You want me to use divine power from Lucian himself to order you a beverage? Man, it even sounds better when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do it one more time. You want me to try to find alcohol for you? For us. <laughs> I'm not totally selfish. <laughs> I, I know. I didn't mean to accuse you. I apologize. Okay, yeah, I can try to find something. And she'll start making her way around and asking... Or I don't even know how she would word it because they uh, booze. Yeah, they wouldn't uh, know the word alcohol. They drunk fire water. But the what like, in the tongue spelled is like literally translated. Yeah, so like ferment, like a fermented beverage for relaxation or something along those lines. She would try to describe it as. They do have a drink. They just call it spirit water. Perfect. So do they have it like in little containers that I can take a few of, or yeah, they'll just they, they basically are like looking for some sort of trade for it. Sure. So they. They look to, you know, and maybe coin will work, but they don't have, they don't give you a price or they don't give you, you know. She has some gemstones. I have um, a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> just a crowbar. 
It has multiple uses. You don't, yeah, you don't need a crowbar for anything? I have a, I have a crowbar, so if you need to get rid of yours, you I can. I don't really know what that is. So like, if they're yeah. looking at it like... For like cool. prying things open, it's a tool. Very you like, You can hit things with it. You can... Hit a crow with it. Yeah. Kind of holds it up like he's going to see like how it is a club, and he's like, oh, and he passes over. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's kind of like a, that open it's, a, it's a skin. It's like a wine skin. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Until thank okay, you. you try this, and it's basically it's like a like a cloudy whiskey. Hmm. It's kind of got a kind of a malty aftertaste to it. It's pretty good, really. You think it could probably sit for a you know you'd let it age a little, but you're like whatever. <laughs> I guess, we're not going to let yeah, it actually do gonna, that. This is going to help me sleep. <laughs> we're sharing that, right? My spell, your crowbar? Uh, yes. Love is in the air. There's this feeling all around. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so those of you passing this wineskin back and forth to each back other all the way back. They, they never go off back. and do anything Zan, up together. Zan, oh. you get about a quarter of it, maybe. Yeah. You know, like, he's like... <laughs> and then passing it over. She, she, like, little, little sip she and does a little sip and hands it back. <laughs> she knows he's getting loaded and doesn't care. <laughs> all right. Until I likes it, uh, Luca. Oh, <laughs> almost got there. Yeah, I think I'll just sleep. I'm not gonna actually take a watch. I'll just sleep. We have the sword still, so sure. have the sword. We have ten. It's like nine. the first time in a month and a half or so that we haven't had to take watches. So yeah. the next morning, everything's fine, right? You get yeah. good rest. It's you do hear a few people talking throughout the night, like yeah. people walk around, and you know it's all very communal and. Kind of earlier than you want it to, Merc, somebody comes up to the hut and starts asking, you know, hello? I pop out. And, and it's common, right? Like, you hear the word hello. So we all hear it, I see. Yep, it, yep. Yeah. yep. I, I pop out. I do not reveal my bottom half of me as I <laughs> okay. have been uh, sleeping partially clothed. <laughs> and the, the preacher is there. Oh. And he's got a wolf hide. I, uh, one moment, let me get my, uh, the promise to... Then go get the okay. Chardonnay gym, well, whatever. Says, he says, I do have some something else, too. I, oh, yeah. I did find my old book. Oh. What do you want for that? What are you offering? Uh, I, uh, he says, you know what? Crowbar. Actually, before, before you... <laughs> Double crowbar. He says, before you get there, can I ask that if I offered this book to you? And I don't know if it's going to do you any good. It's just, it's just the basic scripture. But I said, if you would like this book... Can I ask in exchange that you do what you can to keep the dangers away from us? Can I ask that you and your group try to stop whatever this is from affecting the campy? Because if that's if you can offer that, I will I would just give you this gift you this book. My group and I would protect all people if we could. I don't feel we've been very successful thus far, but we have been trying. And I just go through the tale of from Merck's point of view, which is he doesn't spin it in a positive light, mm-hmm. but he does tell a tale of them finding the daggers and finding going down to listen to try to counteract this and what he would call kind of basically an ultimate failure. And he kind of finishes it by saying a lot of people have been singing a song called this Life's Champions. And I honestly feel that perhaps we maybe failed in many regards. We definitely at best turned the blow. But I can promise you that this group would do everything they can to stop that. He says maybe what you needed was a little bit of period. And he hands it to you. 
I would agree. It's an old book. It looks like it's been collecting dust for years, just you know, just sitting somewhere unused. The parchment on it is almost brittle. You have to be very careful with it. Thank you very much. And I give him the Chalcedoni. gem. Chalcedoni. <laughs> also, I can think of a Chardonnay. <laughs> He'd take that, too. A nice white Zin. He likes that, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And so, I don't have to ever worry about the Chalcedoni again. <laughs> you get a nice, uh, uh, the pelt has kind of a grayish hue to it. Is it just the pelt? Does it actually even have like the wolf's head attached? It does to it? actually have a little bit of the sort of the face on it. Yep. Excellent. I roll that up. The nose, you know. Yep. Put it in my uh, my pack. Okay. From inside the dome, you hear. Is someone speaking common out there? Yeah, there is a uh, Pyrian preacher. Would you like to speak to him, Zan? Sorry, what? And she'll make her way out of the dome. Sure. Uh, this okay. is Mr. Crowhead, and this is uh, Zan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Crowhead. Uh, Kanji. Kanji. Wonderful. My sister Zanafia Amastasia. She'll reach her hand out. Okay. He kind of pauses her for a second. And then put, you yeah. know, it's been a long time, so he yeah. puts his hand out. And Pleasure to meet you. Seemed to have made a deal. She just kind of look at the wolf's pelt in the book. Yep. Some good reading, and uh, well, hopefully we won't need this, but you never know. No, that's smart. I've never actually met a Lucite priest before. Am I am I right? That's correct. Is there anything I can do for you? No, I don't think so. I just I was telling your friend here that I'm hoping that you can do what you can to keep powers that be away from us. Of course, this knock business is disturbing. We've thankfully been isolated from any troubles. She gets a little sorrowful from that, but she's like, "Yes, of course, everyone's being affected, but you weren't affected here." Thankfully, no. Hmm. They said there wasn't even an eclipse here. There wasn't? No, which makes me kind of hopeful for your trade deal, because that means if they weren't affected... Hmm. Just thinking about that for a second. Okay. So you're here under the Pyrian Church? By their direction? I I was. Just kind of look at what he's wearing and stuff. Right, yeah. He's definitely tribal, right? He's wearing all the the trappings of tribal life. And he he says, "I, I found a wife, and I... Oh. I chose this life instead. How long ago? 25 years ago. Kind of goes a little wide-eyed for that. The best estimate. The campy don't really follow the timeline like we do. They don't follow a calendar. And so I've kind of lost a little bit of track. What year and month are we in? And, you know, we never really talked about the year. So just, it's fine. Just give them, them you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She'll she'll tell them the date and the year. Yeah. He says, I I was close. Yeah. That's... (laughs) I'm happy you were able to make a decision to change your life in a different direction. Thank you. It's been good. Good. Do you have any idea what you think they would want in exchange for one of these horses? Well, I, what have you got? She kind of looks through. She, she goes back to the dome and like reaches inside, pulls out her satchel, starts digging through stuff. She'll pull out the gold serpent bracelet on her arm, that thing she had mm. on her arm for mm-hmm. the thing. Sure. Do you think the chiefess might want this? Mm, possibly. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a, a nice piece. Mm. All right. It's just curious. Anyway, I just heard another voice that I didn't recognize speaking common, and I haven't heard anyone not speak common other than us in a while. If there's anything you need from us, we're traveling with you apparently for a few days on our way to Crosshair Post, so please, I would love to speak about religion or philosophy. 
Great. If we have time. Yeah, we'll definitely be moving along along with you. And I'd love to meet. Pleasure the, uh, to meet you. Yeah, and I'd love to meet the woman that pulled you away from Pyrian's side. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of smiles and laughs at that a little. Well, you're in for a treat. Wonderful. Pleasure to meet you. And you. Hmm. So she'll start gathering her stuff and getting armored up. And okay. I don't. All right. As everybody starts moving, they just start breaking camp. Nobody really mm-hmm. tells you anything about it. They just start busting things up and bringing the teepees into big bundles. They kind of bring them like almost like a sled behind them. You know, they just sort of tie them to the back of horses and they drag them along. And they're heading north, which is appropriate. It's good because you are also in that direction. Are we near any of the traveling roads or are we just out in the plains? You're pretty much in the plains. Yeah. Like you end up in kind of a weird spot because of, of all the roaming woods. We're going off-road. <laughs> Got it. And you get the impression that these tries not to get into these roads, sure. right? They're, sure. they're going to avoid such things. There's three major tribes in the, in the West. There's a few others here and there, but there's three major tribes. This is one of the major tribes, in mm-hmm. fact. But it seems to be, it's kind of the peaceful one. Like, it's the one that, like, if you had to run into one, you guys lucked out. <laughs> and they do tell you a little bit about some some of the others. There's one called Verandi, which they use the boomsticks. And mm. they are... Aggressive. They're just, yeah, they're just scary to the to the camp. They don't like those guns. That's just, yeah. that's not within their mentality. There's another group called the Akus. And the Akus are fierce. And so they are typically... They spend a lot of their time just sort of avoiding or fending off the echoes. So they're they're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you travel along in about like that full that first full day just goes pretty uneventful. There's not a lot going on. There's tons of people around you, and so like any animals that would come come nearby are not interested in dealing with this big band of Outsiders. travelers. Can I try to speak to the chief and chiefess at some point? Sure. Yeah, they're just on horses like yeah, everybody else. Like everybody else. Just, yep. She'll go up with it's with Chitan and Sissoka. Yeah, so she'll speak to the chief, give him whatever greeting we've done formally mm-hmm. before, and ask about acquiring one of their horses. Okay, and what do you offer? He says, and she'll pull out the bracelet, the serpentine bracelet, and I'll offer it to the chief Tess. Okay, she says, "Oh, it's a like a snake, mm-hmm. snake of gold." Yes, and he says, "You you like it?" And she says, "I do." Uh. Very well. We we could find a, a horse. What will you do with the horse that you have? We can take it with us and sell it, or you can have it as part of the exchange. So your horse plus this bracelet. For a high-quality riding horse. Oh, it will certainly be. He says on the next stop we will okay. arrange. And so they, you know, because every once in a while you stop yeah. and kind of water the horses and things. She wants to look for one like herself and see if there's one in particular that she'll say, like, that one. Okay. Uh, they, they do actually have sort of small kind of herds, herds sort yeah. of un, that are not being used. You know? Yeah. All right. Anything specific you're looking for? Yeah, she's looking for like a gray Appaloosa with white hair. So okay. it's just mottled gray, you know, kind of like that sleek kind of silver gray that some horses have. And then the white mane and okay. tail. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if Luke Khan sees her checking out horses, he's going to obviously go over the yep. <laughs> He's going to like I knew yeah. he'd be right you on You don't want this it. one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she'll, she'll talk about the ones that she likes. And she wants it, like, kind of sleek, very fast. Okay. Good temperament, sure. that sort of thing. If you're actually in luck, most of these horses are modeled. Like it's Perfect. Very, like, that's the breed, apparently. Yeah, so it's just like a modded, modeled gray. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you find one, and yeah. Lucan approves. All right, yep. you, do you name it? Yes. Sienna. Sienna, okay. The, a mare. Yep. She was specifically looking at mares. I like that name. Mm-hmm. It's a good Thanks. horse. 
Do you know why you like that name? No. <laughs> Do you know why she named that name? <laughs> Sienna Trent. Yep. Sienna what? Trent. I can't think of it. She was the first female cleric of Art of the Light. Nice. <laughs> Who went missing? Who went missing? That is amazing. She's basically <laughs> she's basically Zan's hero. Yeah, very cool. Yep. Cool. You want me to I had the name ready, I just didn't know what the You want me to get an owl for you to put on it? <laughs> God, <laughs> my God, no. Mike keeps flopping over, but it's like staying on. And it's... Yeah, how is that working? Are they Did done? You... Did they do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've said Oh, it my God. God. So it's, uh, it is not like moving its head. It's like a floppy owl. Just, um, it's, it's, no, I, you're a little bit concerned because it really sits very it gets in my way. stiff. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, it's more like, you know, think of like a saddle horn, right? It's yeah. like just in front of where the saddle horn would okay. be. So, like, All most right. people wouldn't even see it. It's pretty, All right. it's kind of subtle from afar because it's right there gotcha. in front of you. And because it's, it's looking out for you. Okay. That makes sense. Gotcha. So, so that's what they're, that's what they're subtle from afar, but far from subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Is the, does the chief has one, have one now, too? Oh, on the, on the thing. Um, Did he start the trend? <laughs> not, not, not yet, but they're okay. still talking. All right, we're still you. talking. You, about you overhear that conversation. Yeah, they're still yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I kind of do like that on the. Uh, okay, so so she wants to ride Sienna for a little while okay. just to get used to her. Sure, go ahead, roll roll an animal handling sure. check. We'll just see how it goes the first day. Yeah, Lucan's coaching her. Yeah, do I get a sister? Sure, uh, yeah, advantage? take advantage because Ooh, he's good. He's <laughs> no, so involved. That bumped the other one, but that's all right. Eighteen total. Okay, yeah, she she's sweet. She's a yeah. she's a really nice, really nice horse, and she cool. Uh, now I gotta keep this horse alive for the rest of my time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest of this podcast. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna be absolutely crushed if something happens to Sienna. <laughs> so I'd like Sienna. to fireball her horse. All right, so we're gonna keep making our way. Go. So that first day goes by uneventfully. You get your horse, and then we move on, move on to the next day. After that, the scouts stop you. You know, everybody, it's like there's, they've got scouts up ahead and they give a signal of some sort and everybody sort of freezes. And you're not sure really what's going on, right? Like you're not in the know on this whole conversation as they're all going back and forth with things. Is, the, is Larson's sword torch lit up? Nope. Okay. What's going on, Zan? I don't know. Let me check. And she'll cast tongues and write up on someone, ask what's going on. There's a village up, up ahead and they want to stop and make sure that they know what it is first, right? Like, so nothing's going to come out of the village at them. Oh, okay. And so they're stopping to sort of send a few scouts forward and make sure that they're that this is safe. We can check if you would like us to go forward as well. They look at your friend Merc over here with the giant with the armor on yeah. and Lucan, and they're kind of like, we, we we'll we'll let you know what we find. Okay. So we'll just watch for them, wait and watch. Can we see the village? Are we like on the hillside looking down on it? Yeah, it's just little spots, you yeah. know, little little teepees in the not on the horizon, but like you know, it's within view. Yeah. So as you're looking down, one of the people next to you, and again, you've got the tongues going. Yeah. He actually has an eagle wings, are sort of up, much like the hawk we saw before. Spread out, wings yeah. Are spread out, and he says, "Ekus, Ekus, is that one of the tribes?" Mm-hmm. What about Ekus? Do we go around? What do them? we know about them? They're bad. The one that they described as fierce. Fierce. One of the scouts comes back, and you're you've gotten yourself closer yeah. to the chief, and he says, "I don't know what what has happened there, but something terrible has happened." And the chief, this Tsoka, says, "What do you mean?" And he says, "They're they're all dead." Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. May we go look and investigate for you, chiefess? He turns and. 
you know, she sort of puts her yeah. hand up for a second. She turns the other, the other tribesmen around yeah. and says, okay, we're going to leave the caravan here. Yes, if your group would like to come with us, you're absolutely welcome to. We're going to take a small attachment with us and see what's happening here. One, somebody also, ch- you know, chimes in yeah. beside them and says, Chief and Chief Des, no, please, you stay here. Yes. We will go. And so you recognize that the one that's talking is actually... This is our guides. Chetan, the, yeah. the hawk. The, hawk. The, the original shaman that you had. He says, please let me lead this. Yes. Or let us lead this. And we will... Yeah, You know, and I said Sosoka, but that was the robin. I missed right. it up. But anyway, Sosoka and, yeah. and, and Chetan are going to actually lead this group in. Yeah. You're welcome to come with them. Yeah. We'll ride with you if you'll have us. All right. So you ride in towards this town, and, and again, there's there's basically six tribesmen plus the two shamans with you, and then the group of the five. You do, by the way, hear somebody talk about the unluckiness of this five, like the idea that you're five yeah. is just wrong to them. This, <laughs> this odd number is just, it's unlucky. I pop Tucker out. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> Little owl pops out and flutters around. It's also 13. That's funny first, because he, he is an owl currently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After I all forgot. this. Uh, yeah, I kind of forgot he was still I guess you're afraid somebody's going to shoot him, right? Well, he flew him <laughs> into the cave, and then he popped, and that's the last we've seen him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you actually re... Yeah, I can... I, I got plenty of time. I mean, I had plenty of time, but yeah, just made burn it off, I guess. Okay, so you go into this village, mm-hmm. and it... I mean, you guys have seen some terrible things, and there is carnage here. Somebody or something came through here and just murdered this village. You see bodies laying around, entrails pulled out, just ripped open bodies. You do notice that every every body that you see laying there happens to have kind of a high mohawk. Okay. It seems to be the thing with the Ekus. They have these the big flowing just, mohawks. Do I sense anything with divine sense now? Uh, you do not. Nope. nope. Lars find torch isn't freaking out. Yep, you find just... Can we tell what kind of Just wounds they are? Or is, are they slashes? Are they tears? Are they being eaten? They seem... Is it gunshot wounds? Is there... The, you do not think that anything's being eaten. Do you think that it might be claws? Like it's it's something slashing through them. So it might be swords, but you just see enough to where you're like, oh, that I think that might actually be an animal thing, like a claws ripping at them. Does it seem more natural so. to you guys than maybe knock sacrifices? I don't see any daggers. We don't see any dead bodies of any animals around here either, right? I mean, I, there's a couple dead horses. Horses, you know. Yeah, I mean, like these guys would have fought back against whatever was attacking them. Yeah, so and, and then, I mean, something. some of them are laying there. and They have like tomahawks in their hands. Yeah, you know, like they were fighting off whatever was happening. Like it wasn't like they were killed in their sleep. They were attacked. They tried to fight it off, and they apparently were murdered. Is there like a central region where like it appears a majority of the combat happened? Center of town, or like it's probably more towards the center. It's set up a lot like the campies. They had kind of a central lodge, and that place is a mess. Like it's just torn up. Like it's barely standing. Well, I just wonder if can we see if there's like any indication where like something came in and charged their camp, or was it like in the camp and then? Investigation. Investigation. Yeah. With, 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 because you're all together, just roll. So I'm going to have hold roll it. with okay. advantage. Lucian's guidance. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 18. You get the feeling that it came from the inside of the camp. Like the, It seems almost like a, it radiates out from that central log. Do we find... And Hold just said everything yeah. came from the center. Everything started here. Yes. Is and Hold is here at like a... TV, like a center TV. It's a, it's TV a yeah. central. It's one of those lodges. Area. Like a lodge, lodge in the center. And 
Hulk, just as you're telling all of this, you hear some sort of... You're the one that notices because of your passive perception. You notice a little sniffling noise. What direction is it in? You think it's in the main lodge. Okay. I'm just motioning to them. No. Hold on. And I'm just going to try to like sneak around to the edge, see if I can peer in. You find a young, probably in her late teens, she's got the big mohawk that everybody seems to have, and she's, she's alive, but she's like cowering underneath. Basically, part of the lodge had sort of fallen over, mm-hmm. and she's she sort of hid herself underneath the canvas or the hide, and she's just like in the fetal position and whimpering, basically. Okay. Open palms, approaching slowly, and just... And just kind of like look back over my shoulder. And I don't know what to say. <laughs> what are you? Who are you talking to? She has a dagger and she sort of like holds it up. She's not really like Ooh. threatening, threatening, but yeah. she's like holding yeah. it up yeah. to show you she has it. And her hands are just shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm just. Like Zan will come running again, over with his open, hands open up. Open palm. Yeah, I'm just like hold on. And my tongue should probably still be going from the top of the ridge mm-hmm. to down here. So she took him running up to him. What is it? An hour? Is it hour. Okay. And she'll see this. McConnell head over there. I don't too. think she's gonna understand me. She has. You can see it on the rest of the body too. They, they, most of them have like a white, kind of like a chalky substance all over them, just okay. like the war paint or whatever. Yeah. It's just they're just covered in white. So rather than just painting things on, it's like they cover themselves with white and then they create symbols through that. So like hand print or just over the a circle. Yeah, they just sort of smear mm-hmm. the white away to yeah. create the symbols on them. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's got. She's yeah. uh, Does she have blood and stuff all over her? She has some splatter on her, but Does not. She, she doesn't seem to be bleeding. So Zan will say, we mean you no harm. Are you okay? Are you hurt? She has a lot of trouble speaking. Like It's almost yeah. she, it's like she wants to and she doesn't. You know, you've been told how fierce these people are. Yeah. And you're just like, this girl is not fierce. Like, she's just damaged. She basically says, Ikatana. After a lot of like trying to get it out, she finally says, Ikatana. She'll turn around to the campy with us and say, Do you, Ikatana? What is Ikatana? One of them says, the, the fearsome sky? And she, the Ekus, says, Yes! The fearsome sky did this to you? And the, the girl just says, Ikatana! She says, tell us, you have to calm down. Tell us that this is yeah. one of the, the camp. Tell us what you mean. What about Ikatana? So these tribes share a language. Yes, they're all yeah. very similar. Got it. They're like, it's primitive to each other, yes. but they can talk to each other. Great. Yes. So I will let them assist. Yes. Like if you literally, I wrote it in. If you know one language, you can do basic conversations Got with it. each other. Like if you try to get all philosophical, it's going to be rough. But if yeah. you have basic Zane's going to check over this girl to see if she has any wounds, like any open bleeding wounds, other than the blood that splattered all over her, if she's actually no, and, injured you know, There's a point where you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, she's yeah. hurt. And then you're like, nope, nope she's not. It's just, she's just checking her while they're having the this conversation. Yeah. Something happened near her, for sure. I mean, it's just yeah. CSI sort of thing. While they're doing this, I'm going to ritual cast detect magic. Okay. So... She basically starts to throw out this partial, incoherent description, but the gist is this. Chief Napupali died mysteriously. Something happened, he got a sickness, and he passed away. And Ikatana, the fearsome sky, 
and the word comes out and they they're not sure what the word means. And so you're yeah, this is what you deciphers. which is this is what you get. Like literally the other the campy are like Yeah, what? You get yeah. bring him back as someone else. So is Ekatana their god? One of the campy She's talking with Campy, yeah. Yeah, she says No, Ekatana is their shaman. The fearsome sky. We know her. Oh. She's frightening. And more powerful than anyone we have. And that's really all you get. You can't get anything more of it. Like, this girl is just not going to talk more. And so the two shamans, Chitan and Sasoka, they say, let's see if we can figure this out. And they take out a blanket that's kind of wrapped up, kind of bundled up in their stuff. And they lay it out and they sort of stick it, pull it out and get all the wrinkles out of it. But in the middle of the blanket, it's been holding these two human skulls. They're kind of bleached out probably very old and they take the skulls and they just sort of set them facing each other one of them gets behind one skull and the other one gets behind the other and they kind of sit cross-legged and they basically say everyone needs to just sit down please everybody sit so just try to find a space in the ground that's not full of gore they take out a little bit of what seems to be some sort of incense. It doesn't look like what you know, like a stick of incense like you're used to, but like a little bowl, and they light it on fire, and it starts to this pungent smell starts coming. Everybody here sort of starts to see this image, right? Like you're about to watch what happened oh, in gosh. whatever ritual they are doing. So you see a bunch of people, tribals. They all have the mohawk and the white chalky face paint, and there's an older gentleman laying among them. They have him kind of sprawled out on a blanket on the ground. And this young woman, just sort of athletic and sort of fierce looking. Like that word fierce comes up when you see these people. Like you do, even though you're not seeing that from this one girl, they definitely project that. And she does something a little bit similar where you see her put out this sort of bowls of incense and she lights them up and she actually cuts her hand and blood sort of pours down and she sort of puts it and she's sort of dripping it into the mouth of the old man and keeps saying her chants and the chants don't translate properly. It's all, you know, you just because, probably because of the vision, you're hearing it in this Ekus language. And as she does that, you know, she's running it over his body and he starts to twitch, the body does, and, and the smoke sort of billows around it a little bit. And the body sort of shifts back and forth and starts to almost like blur in your vision. And it changes. And when it's done, it doesn't look like him anymore. It's got kind of red skin. It's actually got horns coming back over the top of his head and curling up a little bit underneath the jawline. And it's a little bit heavy, actually, like heavy carrying some weight compared to what the original body it had. And everybody there, once this happens, because there's lots of people sort of witnessing this, they sort of step back and it's like they're a little bit surprised by what they're seeing. And the body sits up and looks around, sort of looks back and forth at the different tribesmen, and they all start to like pull their weapons and start talking about something. Like it's a little bit unclear, but the idea is like there may be trying to decide whether they need to kill this thing they've just brought to being. And it basically bursts into your first impulse is a bear. Like it's sort of, you know, red-skinned, horned being, and it sort of immediately like pops into being like bear-sized creature, right? And it looks a lot like a bear, a lot of fur and that kind of thing. But it has horns, 
and its face is kind of feline. It looks like a cross between canine, feline, and bear. What color is it? Kind of a reddish brown. And it basically begins to just maul everything around it. It just starts wrecking everything. And you see, in fact, you see the girl. You recognize that she like gets thrown underneath as the thing sure. falls. You're not just seeing through her perspective, so you get to see like all this horrendous murder as it runs through the village and kill and you're like witnessing all of this just carnage as it runs through the village and then it when it's done and it, it sort of stops and it's a, this big sort of bearish thing and it sort of and it looks around and it shifts back into that form this sort of kind of heavy horned figure where's furious sky but she's keeping an eye on her right. because she thinks that she she's it. laying. She's actually like laying there, so he sort of comes back around and he, he and he finds her laying there, and he seems to draw her essence from her. Like he puts his hands to her face, and she. I mean, she's just. She's got this white stuff on her face, but she's yeah. just beautiful, just stunning woman, and he just draws this image, this whatever it is from her. And you see her just sort of like shrink up into like a, almost like a mummy, dries her out and then leaves her as a husk laying there. And then he goes over to a horse and he saddles it up and he heads north, probably towards the crosshair post. Zane's got her hand over her mouth and she is just crying from all the horror. Foul beast. Zan. Huh. How far is Crosshair Post from here? Ask him. We need to get going. How f- She's kind of like half in and out of it and shocked. How, how far is it to the city? Two days, maybe? Let's go. How long ago did this happen? You think it probably was within 24 hours. Like, it's pretty fresh. He was still like a, it was a demon popping on a horse, right? Well, it was a tiefling, right? Merc. Yeah, you recognize that you've dealt with uh, tiefling before this is what you would call a tiefling in your neck of the woods that was a tiefling i've seen one before they don't share a lot of common traits but they had the horns and the tail we know that right or have we heard that story yet no they're so, tales. you told so us about it it's it's kind I of you know, i think Mark, have you brought it up before with them i, I don't know i talked to albus and somebody i talked to albus and hulk was there all right um and she's going to stand up and she's going to start looking for the husk. You find it. Yeah, it's actually very easy because you've yeah. sort of walked through this village now. Horrifying because as you go through, you absolutely just saw how that person died. Like You yeah. watched all of it. She'll ask the two, the campy shaman, do you respect her even though she was fierce and your enemy? They're not sure how to answer exactly yeah. at first. And they, yes, like she was a fierce. Take her, bring her with us. What do we do with her? I'm going to speak with her. Zan, we need to go ahead of these people. We need to go after this thing now. We, we need do. to know what this is. Why did she do this? How I don't did know. she do this? I don't know. We'll know until we find her, so we need to get going. It's a tiefling. Whatever you want to call it, we need to go now. Don't you want answers as to why she did this? We can bring the body with us, but I, she brought was trying to re-back back her chieftain. That's the only thing I need to understand. That thing... Is headed towards where we're going. We need to stop it. Sasoka chimes in and she says that was a 
ritual of renewal. It was a ritual of bringing back a, a lost loved one. We do that from time to time. It's a thing. You can resurrect people from the dead? Yes. It's been done for many generations. Sometimes they come back a little a little different. Hmm. Well, this one was a lot different, apparently. Yes, and so we need to go ahead. Have you ever heard now. stories of it doing this to anyone? Has it ever made them do this? Has it ever made them horn? She says, I've heard stories of people being brought back as unaccepted types in some societies. But not monsters. No. Okay, that, let's go. She'll oh, leave the body. That horse. Think you could track it? Relock? I can certainly try. Do you know this, Chief? Are, are you asking the campy? Yeah. Remember, they don't speak yeah, your language. Yeah, I'm asking through. Oh, I'm sorry. Do, are you familiar with this chief, specifically? Yes. Uh, uh, Napupali? Yes. He's known to be a, a very short-tempered man. Somebody that tread lightly around. Was he revered among the Ekus? Someone what? they would probably want to try to bring back if That's they correct. Let's go now because... Is he a druid? If he's heading to Crosshair Point, I mean, who knows what he's going to do there. All right. That's fine. Do we know if he was a druid or not? You do not believe that the chief was, but your word for druid might be similar to their shaman. And so you you think that it might be possible. Go ahead and roll your arcana. Lucan starts kind of saying thank you to all of the people. You kind of prep for a quick goodbye. The word reincarnate comes to mind. You think, you know, you don't know firsthand a lot of things, but you have heard rumor that druids and, and that kind of magic can sometimes, they can bring back the dead, but they might come back as maybe a different race. So, like, maybe you were human and you passed away. Right. And you cast a spell and maybe you come back as an elf. And So it's not uncommon for somebody to be brought back as a tiefling. Well, the tiefling thing you're not sure about. Right, but it's um, not uncommon for somebody but, to be but like reincarnated as something, else. As something yes. else. Yes, and you also have heard with that role too, like you've definitely heard a similar thing to what they told you where sometimes that might not go over well. So you get brought back and you're a dragon kin in a human settlement, they might just murder you because right, they yeah. think that you came back cursed. Wrong or weird. Right, yeah. right. What was he previously? Human. Was he like a fighter or? He was more I of mean, a warrior type, yeah. I'm going to check with the campy and make sure they're okay taking this girl with them, or are they going to kill her? No, they they seem to be okay with it. Like, she she lets herself be disarmed. Yes. And then once that happens, there there's a couple of people that will... Yeah. Actually, a couple, man and a woman, that are very... Trying to nurture her and, sure. and help her along the way. I will talk to our, our shaman compatriots and tell them, we're heading out. We have to find this thing and destroy it. Keep your people safe. Get away from this village. Get as far away from anyone like this as you can, and we will try to keep you safe. Thank you for everything. So you guys are going to... Yeah, we're just going to leave right from here and head towards... And mm-hmm. Did I get detect magic off? Yeah, nothing. Uh, well, other the than shaman that, didn't the, have the, the blanket with the two skulls? Right, right. That thing glows. There's right. Something, there's but that set of those skulls. Yeah. <laughs> That's convenient stuff right Ooh. there. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll thank them for everything and tell them to thank the chieftain and chiefess for us. Who carries a bow? I have a bow. Just you? Uh, nobody ever seems to have ranged weapons with me. In the <laughs> I've got a sling. Yeah, spells. Oh, you know, yeah, spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a sling. Daggers. Oh, you got a sling. 
and yeah. you just yeah. Merc just waits till javelins are thrown at Someone else him. Throws, <laughs> throws them back. You are hand- as you guys are starting to pack up. Somebody comes up and hands you. They're, they're nothing crazy, but they they're really cool looking arrows. Like that's cool. All right, these right feathers. They like, they're pretty Campy serious arrows. Fletchers among the campies. That's awesome. We'll thank them for their hospitality and everything. Okay, so we're gonna book it just the yeah. five of us. So if, if you guys are leaving, what's going on with the? You wanted the body, right? No. No, it was to check to see if she did something on purpose to turn him into this. Gotcha. But they were made the description that they just did the ritual normally and gotcha. it just turned him into something. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to okay. get any information from her. Probably. Fine. I mean, I, maybe she was. But. So we're going to like burn. Like, <laughs> yeah, they should burn everything here. Like, no, no, I'm sorry. I meant like, <laughs> you, you guys are going to book it. Towards yes. This. Yes. We are high speed burning to the okay. city. I'll go ahead and uh, get on the back of Merc's horse. Yeah. Say what? He's, uh, he's right back with me. With him gotcha. He can't get his rabbit. All right. All right. That's there, it. That's what, that's what yeah, I'm just going to ask, is there any other horses here that the Akus had? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few horses floating around if you wanted to take I them. know you hate horses. Do you want one? He's, the problem is just, like, he's seriously three feet tall. Like, he just put enough time just jump on the horse. It's really I'm just asking. Out of, I know you hate horses. Do you want one? No. Okay, I let's go. Don't want one. <laughs> All right. You're on... Merc's horse or mine. I'll just pick you up. Doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you really you push it a little bit to get get as far as you can. Obviously, a few of them sort of direct you a little bit. So you yes. make sure you're heading in the right direction. Yep. As we're riding, I'm just going to sort of lean in and be like, this sounds like an incredibly dumb idea. Every dumb idea seems to work better than doing nothing. That village that we were with, the bird people, they were terrified of the Ekus. And one person destroyed an entire village of them. Imagine what it's going to do if it gets to Crosspoint before we get to it. Imagine what it's going to do to us. We have faced the darkness. We can do it again. We have to do it again. You are wildly optimistic. (laughs) And we are woefully unprepared for this. You got a better idea at this time. We have to stop that. Yes, we cannot we go to fire's heart. We cannot allow this to run rampant. You're very far away from fire's heart at this point. And it's literally going it's way safer in fire's heart. It's literally going to our next stop. It, like if we gets there, it will destroy everything. It's just a waypoint on the way to someplace good. There's nothing. It's like that inn that we were in, in the, before we got to the forest. And we failed by not getting there before. We can stop this. This is our chance. I don't like this random do-gooding. <laughs> 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 Alright. Awesome. Alright. I didn't like people. <laughs> so, Lucan, go ahead and roll your... Because I think you're the guy with the most experience with it. Go ahead and roll animal handling. With advantage, because you get other people. We're going to try to push these horses. Roll the 19. You basically push yourselves all the way to where it's probably midnight. And on the horizon, you actually see the road. Like, you find the road after all this time. Finally. And the road sort of leads itself off sort of to your 11 o'clock. And you can see there's a town. It's definitely a town. It's lit up on the inside fires burning and there's 
you know, from the distance you are, you can see that it's surrounded by a wooden fence, you know, like posts, logs, pointed sticks, basically mm-hmm. creating this big circular barrier around the town. And you have found the crosshair post. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, on the floor.com for more great gaming content. P.S. <laughs> I mean, it's a real clear edit point. I can just see the spike word. P.S. John, what did you have today? McDonald's? What? Traitor. I was surprised Lance didn't have like his head pop off after that one. I know. He's just being nice, I think. No, it's definitely not fine. Hudson, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) As as much vocabulary as Merck has. Sure. I mean, it's not a Merck moment. Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, I I was going to try to like shove one more joke in there, but that's, that's all I got. Everybody do their Merck impersonation. Let's do it. Go. Hold. You do it. Uh, I hit things. <laughs> okay, your turn, Lance. Merc impersonation, go. Eldrick Blast. Full Travis. Gotcha. Sure. 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 Hey, I can do a real good one. Mark sure. your Merc impersonation. Sure. Sure. But, uh... Sure. Alright, John. Last I one. Go. Sure, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh... Wait, one that more. Was, that, was actually, that was actually a John impersonation, yeah. but, 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 like, That bird had it coming. You gotta get birds. <laughs> what do you gotta get birds? <laughs> I thought pigeons would like your communication and stuff. <laughs> That's borderline Mark Wahlberg. Stop it. <laughs> How's your mother doing, Hold? <laughs> so how do your mother fool me? She got a farm? That's it. You're dead. Hey, she got a farm? <laughs> How's her farm doing? Hey, goat. How you doing, goat? Hey, goat. How's your mother doing? Say hey to your mother for me. Uh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He just wanted to give you an edit point. Yeah, great. (laughs) Yeah.